0: Now recording, and this is Out Now with Aaron and Abe. I am Aaron and Abe is unfortunately not here. Out Now is a film podcast where Abe and I discuss new movies weekly. However, every now and then I have this, like to have these special bonus episodes, whether it's one of our fun commentary tracks. It's a little bit different, but this is one of our fun commentary tracks. This is, so it's, this, is our, uh, this is our commentary track for February 2020, and in honor of the upcoming Call of the Wild, and because it's the 35th anniversary of this film, we are talking about Witness, starring Harrison Ford, in a Peter Weir film. In case you didn't know, Harrison Ford is John Book. Uh, joining me today to discuss witness, we have from Wise of Blue and the Cult Cinema Cavalcade podcast, trapped in a corn silo, it's Brandon Peters. Hello!
1: Got nothing, what do you say?
0: <laughs> also joining us from the Milky Way Blues and perhaps more Wise of Blue sometime soon, he's a real stump <laughs> pig, it's Yancey Burns.
2: Wait a second, where did I just see that word? What was, oh, that's in this! Yeah! <laughs> Oh, yeah.
0: Yes. Hi, guys. How you doing? How are you both doing this evening? Oh, terrific. Good. 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 Glad to have you guys here. I'm excited to talk about this movie. I feel like we all revisited it in the past couple days, and we're all, like, enthusiastic about the quality of the film. So now we're going to actually talk about it for the rest of this podcast.
1: I think there's a P word we might throw around.
0: Yeah, might, might. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just, yeah. And it's not Pitchfork, despite dealing with the Amish. Um... (laughs) Yeah, so that's what we're gonna do. We're going to do a commentary for Witness, what I believe might be the first ever commentary track recorder for Witness. And um, yeah, if you want playing to watch the movie while listening to us, then yeah, you uh, put that movie in. We have it about, we have it paused about five seconds in. So we're gonna count down from three, and on the sound of go, we're gonna press play to start talking. So that's you know how you can sync it up if you want to do that. If you're just listening to listen, you're good. You just do you, yeah, and just enjoy what we have to offer here. Uh, so yeah, I think that's everything. Uh, you guys ready? yep mm-hmm. all right
1: three two one go now if you popped in your copy of uh, witless protection starring larry the cable guy on accident p- please pause the commentary now and switch discs
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> all
0: right so we got witness this movie's from 1985 it was nominated for many
1: oscars like seven oscars right uh, eight. Eight Oscars, yes. It was up for best picture, best director, best actor, best screenplay, best cinematography, uh editing. best yeah, mm-hmm. editing. It, it won for editing and screenplay, right? Yes it did. Yeah. So, it, this is, this, it was a hit. It was a hit movie. Yeah. It was a bit I mean, it was it was a like hit movie and like one of those just you know, best movies that didn't win the award, you know, win the awards. And like everybody talked about it, it's most notably because it was the only time Harrison Ford's been nominated for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. Crazy to think. That's hard to believe. Such an iconic
0: performer. <laughs> and well, here's a question. Where, where else would he have been nominated?
1: I I guess he'd tell you Mosquito Coast.
0: He was we'll the next their next movie. Yeah, he,
1: uh, had, he had, he had such end. a
0: great time working with Peter Weir. He's like, I want to do this again. And he, he yeah. did that.
1: and got rid they, of they remember. Have... Was it 42? They were like, oh, Harrison Ford. Oh, you know, right, 42. Right. Was, that was
0: Ricky it. Was, yeah, it was just enough to be right. like, well, he's playing crusty old character guy. He's Harrison yeah. Ford. We have enough going on there. Yeah. You know
2: what? He, he, he got a lot. Of, he didn't get nominated, did he? But the, obviously, but The Fugitive got so many nominations. He must have gotten close. Oh yeah, on that one. I was surprised. Yeah.
0: You, that's what I'm surprised he sure? didn't because of that movie right. being well. First off, the best TV to movie adaptation of all time, and also because it's a Best Picture nomination, it should just that should just be that easy to understand. That's and, a tough year, Schindler's List. Oh yeah, it's a tough year. No, no doubt as yeah. far as who else was nominated, but it's like yeah, that does seem like one that could have easily scored him another nom. It feels like, well, let's let's think about this. Harrison Ford's Oscar plays, though, like regarding regarding Henry, has to be like one where he's like, i will probably get an Oscar for this, right?
1: Yeah. He doesn't do them
3: often. He
0: doesn't. Yeah. He
3: He could have taken like.
1: He could have taken an off kilter one for, um, you know, was a hit movie. What lies beneath? That could have been that weird genre. Like nothing else from the movie gets nominated. But like he picks up something because he was crying. I mean, I thought he was quite. I good see like film. a Golden Globe for that, perhaps. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that type that s- might sneak an Academy nom too. I think
0: like Blade Runner twenty forty nine could have been another like supporting possible ability as well.
2: Working, working girl,
0: working girls another. Yeah, that was that was I was just gonna think that yeah. right, for supporting, yeah. right? Yep. But yeah. Yeah, like. And
2: it's funny watching this. What, what is it about this performance that got him nominated? I wonder.
0: Well, let's see, where where is this at in his career, right? He's coming off of Empire, right? Empire he's and, and Temple of Doom. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry, no, all, of them, of all, of them, Doom. all of them. All of them, Return of the Jedi Temple also. of Doom. So he's coming Blade off Runners of come out. out, yeah. He's coming off of his two big franchises. Yeah, he's in he's, he's, he's Yeah. And this Temple, is like, yeah, a, this, this is that moment, because it's, it's in between, he's not doing Indiana for another like four years after this, so he's got a lot of like, right. he's got a few right. like movies here where he's just like, I'm just going to be in some stuff.
1: Yeah, this is right after Temple of Doom. This is this is what he follows it up with, and then he goes. Looks like he's searching for an Oscar between this and uh, yeah, because he's,
0: in, that, he's in He's in a Mosquito Coast. He's got a, what, the the Polanski film Frantic. Yeah, yep. And then he's in a Working, Working Girl. Girl so that, yeah, So that's a- uh,
1: Frantic.
0: He's great. I feel like that doesn't feel like Oscar. Oh,
1: well, he's, he's doing what he wants.
0: Yeah, he's not doing kids stuff. is what he's not doing. I'd imagine after he gets the non-four witness, I think. I'm not, I don't think he's the kind of guy that's like I need to hide that Oscar but I do think there's a a consciousness of I take these leading man roles and they'll certainly do well for me
1: yeah outside, doing a outside. polanski film you you think hey awards yeah. like that i mean that's kind of what he what yeah, you go work with uh, yeah yeah i don't not necessarily Oscar searching but he had a taste of that and polanski he could get you know critical audience success and possibly nab an award if the film's good enough, and he does. Because
0: after that, like his night, like from Last Crusade onward, like, I mean, we talked about regarding Henry, but I mean his 90s is... That's his big era, yeah. His 90s is his big big blockbuster era, right? He's doing just like, I'm the the star. His his second big blockbuster era. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. but more, more more like leading man blood, like not just like I'm part of a big franchise thing or whatnot. It's like solo lead films that you know, the Clancy outside movie, of the, yeah, yeah. the Clancy thing. Kind of, but
2: this movie kind of pairs interestingly with Blade Runner. They're, they both have women characters named Rachel, right?
0: Yes.
1: Yeah.
2: And some, something about his performance is similar to for me to Blade Runner a little bit too. He's not. He doesn't lean on the charm that much. He's not playing Indiana Jones or Han Solo, you know? Here's, I don't know uh, what it is. I just kept thinking about it. He's playing. a
1: detective, yeah.
0: By, by the way, here's uh, Die Hard uh, main villain, <laughs> Alexander Gundar- Gunadov.
1: Witness the, the uh, also known as, the other movie the blonde guy from Die Hard is in. Yeah, which I believe this is his first movie. Yeah, this is, the yeah. Money is Pit.
3: Perfect.
2: He's a dancer, right? Alexander Gunadov? Yes. Yeah. Dancer first, I think. He's yeah. very good in this.
0: Yeah, he, defect, he defected night. from the USSR and became an actor. Like he he did he did a ballet and then he became an actor.
2: He gets to play in this role. He's very sly in this role. The way he he's obviously interested in McGillis and he's a little threatened by Ford, but not too much. I like. He's how also he plays comedic relief part. too.
1: Yep,
0: yeah, for sure. He also yeah. passed away in '95. I didn't know, I didn't realize this at oh, all. Geez. Yeah,
2: that's right. He oh. did die. Yeah. He was also the other man in that movie, The Money, the Shelley Long, Tom Hanks movie. He had a big yeah. part in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was like her ex-husband. Not not a big money pit crowd here. No, I wasn't a big fan either.
1: Yeah, this, this, I mean, the film has like... I'm taking almost, this in right almost now. Almost day, <laughs> Days of Heaven-esque cinematography around this that's Amish a great farm. Lit.
0: I mean, it's a Peter Weir film. He makes good-looking movies, for
1: sure. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: So and John cool. Seal. What else did John... He shot. He must have shot... I know John Seal shot some other impressive
0: movies. Oh, John, yeah. John Seal... Uh, does he have an Oscar? He Well, Mad... Uh, uh, Mad Max, right? Yeah, Mad Max. That was his most recent thing. You're getting confused with John Toll. Well, that's... Mal- that's looks Mal- <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, John Seal. He, he was nominated for Mad Max. I know he didn't win, because that was one of, I think, Chivo's years. Um... You know, he's done a lot of stuff. What? Uh, let me see here. Oh, uh, he, Mengele, he's Mengele's guy. Cold Mountain, Talented Mr. Oh, English Patient. English Patient. English Patient. English he won, yeah. He won for English Patient. Yeah, patience. that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Gorillas in the Mist. Rain Man. Double nominee. That. Year. Oh no, not double nominee. He was a BAFTA. <laughs> BAFTA wanted him for Gorillas. Oscars wanted him for Rain Man. <laughs>
1: God, that movie. Uh, and Harrison, Harrison Ford takes a while to show up in this movie, Yeah, too. no, this movie is all... Fo- yeah. Yeah, the
0: first 20 minutes are all focused on the Amish, which we mm-hmm. should talk about a bit. We're not going to talk about the movie too much. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we've been introduced to Amish society. Uh, we're, mm-hmm. we're seeing the... I mean, the movie... Not that you'd expect, yeah. Not that you wouldn't expect it from this, but the movie has nothing but utter respect for the Amish people, right? It's trying to like do well by them. It's not making them into a joke, which again, because it's a drama, because of the
1: nature of the film, I wouldn't expect it to do that. Yeah, um, it respects it, it. It respects their culture for sure, uh, and without making them feel strange or anything like that. And if anything, um, it makes them it makes them likable.
0: You like most of the all of these people. Like, I mean, oh they're, yeah. They're not, not, you you have you have this you know people you can relate to as far as a a, a widowed widowed right. She her husband died right. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, that's where we open up as her, her, funeral, husband's her funeral, funeral. Yeah. 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 So the widowed mother, her son, played by the pin uh, <laughs> Lucas Haas.
3: Uh,
1: yeah, this is where like where'd this Lucas Haas guy come from? It's like, well he here. got his clout this with was Lucas. It. Yeah. yeah, this was yep. the one this was
0: first yeah.
1: This launched him into Superstar. <laughs> yep. He gonna be in everything. He's the next E. T. kid.
0: It took a but, minute, but he like now he's, you know. What is he? He's probably in his 40s now, I'd have to say. No, maybe, maybe no, he's 40s. Maybe 40s. Yeah, he does. Yeah, 40s. Yeah. But uh, he the, you know what? And I feel I'm not sure if I saw this first or Mars Attacks, but Mars Attacks is a film that does stick out to me because he's he you know he helps save the day Mars Attacks. He's the, mm-hmm. he, he, he plays the music and the aliens blow up and all that. <laughs> I know there's other movies in and around that time, but like when I think of Lucas Haas, I think of this Brick and Mars Attacks. <laughs> And, and now, like inception, anyone should. inception and like Widows. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Lady in White. Everybody see the Lady in White? I love
2: that.
1: Oh yeah,
0: I have that movie. I forgot about that. He's terrific in that.
2: It's a great movie.
0: He's he has a surprisingly robust filmography. <laughs> like, you know... Yeah, he's, 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 he's he, yeah. He, he's he's gotten around.
1: And this this uh, launched Kelly McGillis, and she'd have uh, Top Gun the next year too. Yeah, top. She's
2: great in here. Watching it last night, I, I kind of went in thinking, "Oh, Kelly McGillis, whatever happened to her?" She's really good in this. Like, I think she's perfect. Now, I understand why they. Cause it seemed weird to me they would cast this character, this this woman, in Top Gun, in the in the sort of hotsy-totsy role of his flight instructor. But having seen this, I, I get. I get what her major appeal was going forward. Um yeah. she's really
0: good it's like she's so she and Ford both underplay so much. I think that's what really works mm-hmm. and sells by both the chemistry they have together and like just how well their dynamic works, given that, you know, he's a big city cop and she's Amish. Like there's they it 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 does a good job of like just showing how little she has to do yet still be effective as the essentially the thief, the female lead of the film. But yeah, it's why I mean and that's just like you know, this movie's a hit, so what's next? Well, the manager got you the un- mm-hmm. interview for Top Gun. It's so different. Yeah, you're not wrong. Well, this it, movie does so much without
2: dialogue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, gosh. and it's you It's know really what, impressive.
1: You know what, it, Aaron, back to your respect thing. One of the things uh, that we have is we have from both sides of the coin uh, with the Amish a fish out of water thing going, and it never relishes in being fish out of water. Yeah, uh, like you have the Amish. they in,
0: starts
2: with them being fish out of water, and
1: yes, and, and then reverse. Harris, yeah, and reverses, and it's only, it's only ever about educating, or, you know, I don't know, realistically portraying, you know, discovery rather yeah. than
2: oh oh oh, good old I've,
1: you know. I've I so was thinking, of,
2: thinking about King, Kingpin a lot last. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, like, you, you can't. Well, it's you weird, can't, I was, not, I was gonna, it, gonna bring that up because it, it's weird though. Because yes, Kingpin's obviously trying to like make a lot of jokes about the Amish, and yet I still like utterly love that movie. <laughs> like I, I think oh, Kingpin yeah. is love a fantastic Kingpin. comedy, I love Kingpin. and because and it's weird because it. I love it because it has so much heart, like, which is weird to say, oh, yeah, absolutely. because it it's certainly absolutely has heart. That's that's, what, that's what gives it the win. Like, despite the fact that, yes, it is trying to use yeah. the Amish as a joke to some degree. It still has so much heart in it. Like, it's you it's, feel for it's, everybody. Yep. It's the better Fairly Brothers film, The Green Book. I know that. <laughs> like, the, I think yeah. it's their best movie. That movie's it, terrific.
1: I, it does try to joke on the Amish in that movie. But the Amish are always. In the room still. They, they are, and it's that's, sort of
2: more of a joke about witness because it's really about him not fitting in at all, and then yeah. the yeah. mockery of trying to be the outsider.
0: And like everyone, gets, actually... everyone gets made fun of them in that movie, so it is pretty equal mm-hmm. opportunity yeah. making fun of people.
1: <laughs> I forgot uh, the, the score of this movie since we can't hear it right now. Is interesting? It has that it is, synth yeah. electronic choice. That's well, eighties. So, <laughs> but I, it is eighty. But with the Amish, it's kind of, you know, they 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 don't have electricity stuff like that. But like. To make that choice with the music rather than a typical, I don't know, maybe a folksy kind of sound to it with strings and the like. Mm-hmm. They go with synth strings. So it's kind of, I don't know, maybe a meshing of both worlds going. I don't know if that's the direction they took. Yes, a lot of scores were like that. But with this movie, you'd think the natural choice, regardless of period, would be strings, maybe some banjo, something, you know. It's um, it's David Lean's guy, too, Morris Chari.
3: Mm-hmm
0: who has won many Oscars. (laughs) So now we're getting to the inciting incident. Where we have this uh, random scumbum in a bathroom.
1: And Danny Glover.
0: Who, like, is... Was he, like... Like seventh build, but like lumped in with other cast members too. So like he's not a name at this point.
1: Uh, he was, yeah, he was just getting ready to like launch off. Like it was probably what was he in before this? What do we have? Um, let me think. Danny Glover. I, yeah, Danny Glover.
2: Or witness. I know he was. A, he's an expert in sudden impact, which is the year before this. Um, this year was like color purple. This and also places in the heart. Was he in that too?
0: Uh, that's a lot, that's the previous year.
1: I mean, he has no, tons was, of like Silverados this year.
0: Yeah,
2: Silverado. Yeah, '85 was a big year this for him. Yeah, this is a big of year. Yeah, 11. yeah. Because yeah. after
0: that, then he's then he's Danny Glover. Then he's like, yeah, let's get him partnering him up. Yeah. And it's because like he's never like what it's between like th- it's this year to like maybe like 90, like early 90s. That's like, that's like his, his peak, his peak, like time, right? He's still like a star. He's still in a bunch of stuff throughout the, you know, even now. But like, it seems like when he's like a guy that can have one of the biggest box office openings of all time with Lethal Weapon 2, like this is his peak time. When he can be like, yeah, Predator 2, we can't get Arnold, get Danny fucking Glover in here. It'll be, it'll sell. It'll be, it'll be huge. <laughs> uh, Yeah. <laughs> see that commentary to hear more about our thoughts on Predator 2.
1: <laughs> I mean, if you look at, look at stuff like it's this year in 85 and then launching off with Lethal Weapon two years later that really makes Danny Glover the name he is and would coast on all through. Because does he have anything that's like, oh, well, I guess he's got angels in the outfield. Angels in the outfield, and then
0: that's like, yeah it's a mix of things that's him Tony Dan yeah Lloyd, and it's a Disney kids
1: movie, but he was like a na like Danny Glover was a, a something that you know prestige came with his name well, yeah, and like... I'm looking through his credits and I'm like, what did he have after this amazing year that was yeah other Good. than le- doing lethal weapon movies every few years I mean we haven't done a pure luck commentary yet, but we'll get there. <laughs> hold on does he has he said anything The like boy no
0: but danny glover no i'm trying to think Or no no he I mean maybe like little he, thing he might like have some like casual ex- like you know little things but does he like have much like dialogue in this movie i'm nah. just trying to think about that right now
3: no he's the he's he the scary goon because
0: he's the scary he goon yells guy. out other
2: cops names yeah uh-huh
0: yeah, but yeah, so it's not, he doesn't really have like dialogue heavy scenes because he's not in it that much, but he does like, you know, he's a presence. He, he certainly,
1: yeah. I mean, he says something guy. as he's cleaning off his blade and throwing stuff well, That's what I mean. It's, it's, most, it's mostly like, it's, cup, it's, yeah.
0: it's a lot of muttering. It's not a lot of like, right. you know, let's like talk about the plot kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot of what this movie We should talk about this more because, yeah, the movie did win an Oscar for best screenplay. And you mentioned the P word. Perfect is the word that we're alluding yeah. to because, I mean,. You could maybe try to find something here or there. Here's our Harrison Ford. Finally, He's 16 and a half minutes into the film. Him, um, him and that
1: guy coordinated their dress
0: for the day. Apparently, yeah. it's 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 a beige day. Yeah. Uh, it's beige Wednesdays. Um, but but we we talk about the, the and that's uh, James Earl Jones's father, by the way. That uh, the janitor, the custodian. Oh wow, yeah. really? Yeah. Um, uh, what's his name? No oh, um, shit. Yeah. We would be uh, honored. Ro- Robert will join us. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, I can see it now that you mention it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um. But I mean, we, we talk about being perfect. I I think that in terms of like structure of this story, the 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 economy of the screenplay and what have you, like, there's nothing, there's no fault I can find in this
1: movie. <laughs> like, and it's actually in areas retroactively brilliant because there's a plot turn that majority of movies, and especially if you did it now, would not come till the third act. Oh yeah, for sure. And it happens in the first yeah. act here, mm-hmm. and right. it's like it's. I, it's it's almost surprising and, and refreshing how they're like no we're not gonna sit and make you harp on this this is what it is it, i mean it it's weird because you look at harrison ford's
0: choices later on and he's taken more cliche kind of things but you can see why he'd be attracted to something like this where he doesn't get to be the hero in a very traditional way he's a hero in terms of what he gets involved in and what he's trying to do but in terms of like the kinds of things he is required to do for this character go into hiding running away being mm-hmm. outwitted as far as having the proper weapons and whatnot like he he has to do like everything at the kind of at his lowest point even though he's a good guy
1: like it's the, mm-hmm.
0: and the movie i mean the and script... it doesn't even like it doesn't even end with like a giant like we'll get there we'll, we'll talk about that later i guess okay that, okay it, it, i it's...
1: won't talk about the ending till we get yeah. there i guess yeah
0: because I, I, for, I forgot how this movie ended until i for it's like well, I know there's certain people that die, but wait, what is the ending of this movie? And it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> it's an, it's really it's really creative in what it tries to do. So, right. But we'll, get yeah. we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll
1: get there. I love the driving scenes in this movie a lot too. At night, like I, I think those are really terrific. I mean, as well. And a lot of this, the, I mean, the way that they pull the perspective of the Amish and try to try their best to keep it at that at all times. Um pretty interesting and i and i like later on how we'll only see what's not at the amish farm if harrison ford makes a phone call for sure that seems to be the and that's i love that decision
0: you talk about this car scene this is this is yeah. great because it's involving you from multiple yeah. perspectives you're you're watching it you're seeing it from book's point of view you're seeing it from the kids point of view because the camera's low like you're, you're getting
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's really involving you in the story of each of these characters and not just the standard like yeah like
1: two shots one back one forward yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's from the driver's seat of his turning, and then from the yeah child looking up. It's pretty, and and all in his focus because now he's just he didn't see the kid. He's just like, who are you? Hello. And we have a some this scene coming up is straight out of like The French Connection, you know.
0: Yeah, there's a it's a healthy mix of like Friedkin and Demi going on in the kind of yeah, filmmaking going yeah. on here. Yeah,
1: that's, that's perfect. Yeah.
0: Yancy. Yes. I'm going to call you back real quick and get a lot of feedback on your end. Okay. Oh, all right. All right. Hold on. Okay, and now book. for the rest of the commentary. Okay. <laughs> we got him out of here. <laughs> uh, books in the bar now. Doing some uh, racial
1: profiling. <laughs> right. But it, but he's got a black partner so it's okay, right? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, this is what I'm talking about with the uh, French Connection angle. They do that. They do this right yeah, it's, a. I mean, it's a, it's the
0: closest he gets to being a little, like, morally ambiguous as far as, like, mm-hmm. what he's trying to pull off here. But, like, Yancey, what do you read on this scene? Like, as far as him going out of his way to kind of pull a black suspect out of a bar. Yancey, you there? You back?
1: I think it's the right thing to do, Aaron. <laughs> I would do it myself.
0: Whoa, Yancey. He's muted. Oh. You got me? Yeah, we got you now. All
2: right. Um, I mean, it's a scene that wouldn't uh it wouldn't get it wouldn't fly today because it would be like, why is he pulling a black guy out of a bar? but he must have thought this was the guy because of the way Lucas Haas described him. I think Harrison Ford probably would have liked it to be a little more French Connection-ish in terms of just being a cop getting his job done and it's morally gray. but you know
0: the movie doesn't really go there. He doesn't need to lean on it too hard. It's just more of like we're in the city and we have like a list of perps that we usually go after or something like that. Patty LePone is his sister?
1: Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. Who like I was I'm trying to think like is she in many movies like not really. No, right? no. Uh, she's in Summer haircut. Sam. I know that. <laughs> Spike Lee movie because I like Summer of Sam quite a bit. Yeah, Patty LePone is in that, isn't she? Yeah. She's in a few uh, David Mann movies because she's in Heist, and I think she's in hmm. the one of the other ones.
1: Yeah, State and Maine.
0: There you go, State and Maine. There you go. I love that. Movie. Need that Blu-ray too. Got heist. Give me State and Maine now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> please.
0: <laughs> and Spartan. Give me all the David. <laughs> oh David
1: yeah, Lewis. I forgot the start Yeah.
0: Box set. Yeah. Red <laughs> Belt. What was red, that one? Red Belt with, with yep. Chulal. Yep. You guys this... a fan of? Oh, sorry. sorry. Just this this reaction where he's like, he says you're Amish, and she like smiles so happily. He's like, yeah, we're Amish. Do you want to ask us some questions? He's like, that's all I got. And he walks out. It's so sad. <laughs> you sound better, by the way. That's all good. Oh, good. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Brandon?
1: Oh, I was gonna say, you guys a fan at all of uh, Gallipoli? Uh, Weir's, kind of one of his first films. I have, I just haven't seen Gallipoli in the long
0: oh. time to like have a good opinion. on yeah, it. I, yeah,
1: I, I, I haven't watched it in a time. while, but I, I mean, they, it was a film they had us watch in college, and I really took to it then, and i watched it plenty in the OOS, but I haven't come back to it. But well, you
0: saw 1917, so it's pretty close. Right?
1: That's true. That's true. I
0: got <laughs> Gallipoli vibes from that movie <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but a little less Australian, but you know, it still works. Right. They're where's, running. Where's Weir at this point? He's coming off of well Gallipoli and also what? Uh, you're mm-hmm. Living Dangerously, right? Yeah, yeah You're Living Dangerously. Starting his
1: American dominance.
0: Couple, a couple, a couple of Gibsons back to back. They were bros. And before that, I mean, he had well, he had I know. not <laughs> think Pic- Picnic of Hanging Rock is like one of the big ones. But uh,
2: yeah, the Last Wave. The Last Wave. Yeah. Richard, Richard Chamberlain. What What did he do after this? It was a. Uh, after this mosquito was the coast, and... coast
0: Dead Poets. Fearless?
1: A fearless green, 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 green card green, green card somehow green is
0: like in card.
1: There. Took a five year a break little, and then had Truman show. Green Green card Truman like,
0: show. Green card is like I imagine I haven't seen it in a long enough time, but it's like that's it's a studio play, but like I'm sure like the character stuff like worked for it at the time and like is that Gerard two doing American for the first time or they like, probably like I mean it was one of the Early on in his kind of American
1: career. The phenomenon was launching. Yeah.
0: Just like the artist and how we all talk about John Dujardin all the time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you can't, can't get enough. You can't get enough. the channel. That guy's everywhere. And, like,
0: what? how many Marvel films has Michael Hosanovicious uh, directed so far? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Best director winner, Michael Hosanovicious, who's done nothing but been more prolific since then. What a weird time where the artists like won all these Oscars and like nothing about them happened after that. Like Jean-Dujardin was yeah. was in Wolf of Wall Street. Like as far as like the American stuff goes and that's pretty right. much Right. Yep. Bérénice Bejo, she did um the the Oscar for Hadis like follow up to uh, a separation the past. Uh, uh-huh. But even then, that's still not a merit. Like, like, everyone from the artist, like, just went nowhere as far as, like, and not that they need to, not that they need, like, giant Hollywood careers, which is, like, that's such a weird, like, we love the artist,
1: and then, like, nothing to follow up with. That. Well, it was one of the most, like, spit upon, like, Best Picture winners, too, around yeah, the, the time. Like, everybody loved immediate. the artist yeah, until, until it was going to win Best Pictures. Like, well, you guys loved this movie. Oh. <sighs> Backing That's up
0: what, yeah. <laughs> backing up a bit to the wit- to witness. We're watching a scene of them eating hot dogs. What I like about a scene like this is that it's not like they need to like wonder, what's well, a hot dog and play all that up. It's like, no, we're just mm-hmm. eating hot dogs because we're we're humans. Like, yeah, whatever. We're yeah. hot dogs.
1: Food but you they, eat. So this yeah. is what he can afford to buy everybody when he walks out on the street.
0: Yeah. <laughs> There's a casualness to this. Even though there is like a murder going you know, a murder has happened, a child has seen a murder, although he seems pretty relaxed about the whole situation. Um <laughs> but we can You know, Harrison Ford is being like casually friendly with everybody. Like, it works really well. Yeah.
1: Like, I mean, like I said, they, despite temptation, fish out of water is the last thing they want to play into.
0: Yeah. You you could easily play into like the thriller aspect of this where, like, you know, everything's much darker. Like, this scene could be lit way, you know, way darker. You could have, you know, the kid being more terrified or whatnot, but it, it plays like a cat, like re- this whole scene. It plays like a casual off situation right now, where they're in the police headquarters. Mm-hmm.
1: It's only bookended as a thriller. Like the middle section of this is just something else entirely, and it's it's got a, a dark cloud over it because you know of things going on, but there's different conflicts, d- drama, just it, it, I don't know. It's really inter- it's interesting. There's nothing not a lot like it. Most would like force themselves into the the thrill, uh, you know, be tempting to have random stuff happen to, you know, before the big end sequence happens to beef it up, or like put the sister in more danger and have the, you know, mustache twirling bad guys. Well, you, you'd kill Patty LePone. Like that'd be a part right, of it, right? Exactly. Yep. They they'd kill yep. her, and they'd send it to the Amish farm. They'd well, they do kill. I mean, they do kill his partner, though, right? So I they mean, do. Yeah. And they don't make Off, a big deal. Yeah. Off screen, uh, you don't yeah. see it. Yeah. Because it's you know per- from perspective of you know John Book, if he didn't see it, mm-hmm. you know he can only hear about stuff, and we can only we'll only see the people he talks to when he talks to them, and maybe a little bit after.
0: We should try to identify the Oscar scene that they played at the clip for his Oscar nomination.
1: Has be, it, has it has to be yeah. in the second half. The second half of the film. Um,
0: the last time this kid got up and walked around like somebody died, so I feel like I wouldn't like be letting him walk around the office all casually. Right. I don't care if it's a police station. <laughs> the Terminator got in there. There <laughs> he
1: is, Danny Glover. I love how they they do the the whole priest thing with these guys. Like, oh, he's a uh, he's on vacation. <laughs> Oh, like we've reassigned him for a uh-huh. moment. Is
0: that the, I just spotted the perp um, look, look mm-hmm. that Harrison Ford's going to identify? He must have seen who he did. <laughs> Yancey, when did you first see this movie? Probably, uh, uh, you know, on HBO in
2: the late 80s, I would imagine. Um, and it probably didn't have, you know, I think I probably, I'm assuming I was very excited that Harrison Ford was nominated for an Oscar, but I'm sure I wouldn't have quite appreciated what's so good about this movie at, you know, age 12 or whenever I would have seen it. Um,
0: the teens weren't all talking about witness. (laughs) Well, uh, you know, let me find it on the box. Let me find find it on box office, but let me see what opened this weekend with witness. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> what, were probably, that, yeah. what were the
1: top ten movies the weekend Witness opened at the box office? <laughs> was this when Beverly Hills Cop was, gonna, was Beverly Hills like Cop came dominating? out
0: dominating? Yeah, Beverly Hills Cop is number one ten weeks in. Yeah, obviously wow. things are a bit different, but I mean, Bob, Beverly Hills Cop was like a smash hit.
1: One of the craziest box office trackings you can ever uh-huh. research and just follow is Beverly Hills Cop. It is one of the most amazing hits I've ever seen. <laughs> If you just, it just, for like a year and a half, the thing was in the top ten and would climb up to number one randomly. It is insane. Mischief open this
0: week? I don't know what that is. <laughs> Kelly <laughs> Preston, I know what that is. Oh, okay, I know what this movie is. It's like a 50s, like... Yeah. Yep. Next
1: month's commentary.
0: <laughs> Heaven Help Us? That's the Andrew a... McCarthy Catholic School movie or whatever. Yeah, I think Cusack's in there, too, right? Yeah, I never saw it. Okay, well, those are... And then Fantasia re-release. Sure, of course. Yeah. <laughs> like they still have, I mean, the movie flops so hard, they still have to make money on it. So, like, we gotta keep re-releasing it every ten years. We'll try it again. Relive right. the magic. Who Who is this... Uh, who's um chief, like, uh, the police captain here? Who's this actor? I've seen him. He's like a character face. Who have I seen him in? Oh,
2: I've seen him in a lot of
0: stuff.
1: You know, when I watched uh, this this past Joseph time summer, I was yeah. getting I was getting L.A. Confidential vibes. Yeah, yeah, uh, you get like like, get like a James time. Cromwell,
3: hmm.
1: James Cromwell, Ke- uh, Kevin um, Spacey scene. Yeah, are we, lo- are we allowed to say that name in reference to anything? Nowadays? I'll just leave yes. it out in post. All right, all right. <laughs> but I got that vibe from the scene. What if all the listeners just heard like Brr, and they're like, what name did he just say? <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: But yeah, I was getting the vibe. Oh, he's, he's like the um he's he, he he plays like corporate bad guy or the president or leader like cuz he's the president in the X-Men movie. He's he's like a another police guy in, in the Shaft remake. Uh he's I think like the mayor or something in Strange Days. He's uh he's Emilio Estevez's boss in The Mighty Ducks. So he's like that kind of guy. Like yeah, okay. <laughs> He's not
2: on the board in RoboCop, but he could be.
0: He could he be. Could, oh, that, yeah, honestly, totally that's the, be. The, the my first instinct was RoboCop. Honestly, when I saw him, that was <laughs> right, my first yeah.
1: instinct. <laughs> this is what you're talking about, Brandon, the kind of
0: twist that happens here.
1: Where... Right, right, yeah. They would hold that guy off till the yeah. end of the movie, yeah. and here it's like, nope, guess what? This bit of what? business is great, too, by the way. When she comes back out of the elevator, like, that's
0: my car! Don't shoot at it! <laughs> He's like, get in the elevator, you idiot! Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: the best! <laughs> it is good. And,
0: like, that's a, that's a wild bit of comedy to have in, like, a very tense scene of Danny Glover and Harrison Ford shooting at each other. And a woman's like, don't yeah. shoot at
1: my car! <laughs> And Harrison Ford and treats calls him an asshole. Yeah, it. when he yells at him, it's like as if he had a hit and run rather yeah, than... Yeah, I he know who to kill asshole. Me.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I saw your license plate.
0: <laughs> Don't think I will take this up off the courts. He actually calls a lot of people asshole in this movie, I noticed, yeah. last yeah, night. His... Don't ask me why. Yeah, he wrote, he wrote three things on an index card. <laughs> Smile occasionally. Like uh, when he's treat, having that treat the kid dream nice nice and later, when asshole. he's like <laughs> talking
2: in his, <laughs> in his sleep, he calls you
0: asshole yeah. or somebody... I think it's just a lot of frustration with Star Wars fans and George Lucas. <laughs> Perhaps.
2: Did you see him today? What was he saying about
0: Force ghosts? He doesn't know what a Force ghost is. He doesn't fucking care what a Force ghost is. He, he never had a
2: scene with a Force ghost. He knows. He saw that at least Empire Strikes Back and Return of the
0: Jedi. Come
2: no. on.
1: Yeah. No. He probably saw them back in the 80s. Harrison <laughs> yeah. Ford smokes a lot of weed. So that's like, true. The, that's the, the great, true. The
0: greater point is I was killed off of this series because I wanted to be, and now I'm promoting my new movie where I where I play with a you know a CG dog. I don't want to talk about Star Wars right now. Right. I barely want to talk She's about good. Indiana Jones, and I start filming that in a month. All right.
2: <laughs> 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 Nobody loves Indiana Jones more than me, but we'll see how they how they do, you know.
0: I mean, Harrison Ford must if he's gonna
2: be pushing eighty. <laughs> and like his, yeah.
0: his... Well, if he can
2: do if he can do Call of the Wild, I guess he can do Indiana Jones. He's obviously physical. Yeah.
0: You know. I mean, Nancy, yeah, I don't know if you know this, but Disney has a lot of technology these days. I don't know how much of Call of the Wild he really had to do beyond like stand up and grow a beard.
2: Wait, is that Call of the Wild? Is that Disney?
0: I mean, it's the 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 dog is CG, so I mean, <laughs> like, it's not like it's lacking technology. <laughs> right. 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 It, it's a fox movie that became disney by default. oh right right of course but i mean it's directed by an animation director i believe the guy that did like some of the um blue sky films chris sanders right yeah i think yeah, oh is that movie
1: tracking well i mean i <laughs> like i have a I feeling just... so-
0: i have a feeling sonic the hedgehog is going to be number one uh two weeks in a row here
1: right like <laughs> the date the, date the date the date this podcast <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like, does people, like, are kids, is this, like, getting kids to the theater? Like, it would have got kids in, like, the 80s, maybe 90s. I I read
0: Call of the Wild. I've read Jack London. I like Harrison Ford. I, like, I want to see this movie. That said, Disney Disney Plus also put out Togo with Willem Dafoe not too long ago, and I'm like, well, I just, I mean, I just kind of did this, and it had a real dog in it. Anyway, Harrison Ford is shot, and he has to get the hell out of town now,
1: so he's just bleeding, bleeding, bleeding.
2: You know, it's funny. This might have led to a whole new genre of ripoffs. They only did it once, I think, with that Melanie Griffith movie where she goes with the acidic Jews. Was that Sidney Lumet movie? The Stranger, A Stranger Among Us.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: hmm. yeah. That was very clearly witness among the Hasidic Jews. It was such a disaster that they never did it again, but kind of surprised they never did witness among aliens. You'd think they would do like an alienation kind of a thing. Well, where... there's,
3: mm.
0: I mean, there are movies where it's like people on the run type of situation. Like, yeah, there's, yeah, I know what you're saying. There's not, a, and I was going to ask this question, like, what, what impact did this movie have? And I mean, obviously there's other things beyond just spoofing it, which has obviously been done plenty of times, but in terms of like, would this movie get made today? Like probably not. Right. No. I mean, it's a mid-budget cop drama that doesn't have much action, so you'd have to, like, really reach yeah, the then, it like, what would you sell it on, right? You'd have to have, like, a big star. And then what? And, and, and that wouldn't get you very far. Like, uh, 21 Bridges came out this week with Chadwick Boseman, a movie I liked because it's just a fine... It's a decent cop drama, but it's, so like... So
1: many bridges.
0: It, it, yeah, hashtag so many bridges. But, I mean, it's, like, I'm, I'm surprised a movie like that got made to begin with because it has
1: nothing going on that's you know anything. right it's like, an old school programmer but yeah, with, there's no funny ip with,
0: value or anything it's just you know
1: with, with witness if it was made well and got around it could possibly be an oscar contender again we're in a time where it's like well, this used to be a dime like uh, not that witness was a dime or dozen but a procedural kind of like this would would have been after this that's the way you have nice. to do it then, right you'd have to have like yeah.
0: you know a studio you know paramount or universe or whatever and like You know, roll it out into theaters, go through festivals, and like tie it very specifically to some kind of you know relevant social thing.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, You know, I I don't know what exactly, but that'd be the you know, and make it an Oscar player because you couldn't just make it a standard you know. It would probably sell itself
1: more on the well drama than it would thriller. Yeah, so if it it came out now, yeah, so
0: becoming like a November release after playing at TIFF and Venice and stuff like that. (laughs) But like, I mean, if somehow
2: they had never Mm -hmm. done. Movie well, we kind of broke the Amish for most people, I think.
0: I yeah, so you, so, you, so, so that's, that's how before. you'd update it. But that's, what I, that's my next thing. It's like, well, would you even make a movie? Would it become like a series of some kind?
1: Yeah, but how long is he going to stay on the um, you know, Well, like, that'd be my thing, too.
0: Like, Would it be like a limited series, and like every season would be like a different witness and a different cop have to do something? But then it's like, well, that's a pretty clear formula, right? So, I
3: mean, he has right. to hide
0: among the swamp folk. Yeah.
3: Learn the customs
2: of the swamp he has, folk. He has to hide with in the sweet.
0: Appalachians. He has to hide in with the Inuits. Uh, desert, desert crazies. Yeah. He has to learn
2: the ways of the hills and have eyes, people. Yeah.
0: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a wild anthology series, that's for sure. <laughs> Wait,
1: really? Yeah. They seem they seem like a nice p- people in that Winnebago. For, yeah.
0: <laughs> I I really like this guy. Um, the kind of like the I father-in-law. Him. The father-in-law, yeah. yeah. I I think he uh, is it a uh, J- John Rubis, I believe is the uh, the name of him. Um, I just it, you know like all the like as we were mentioning like it does. It's not trying to insult the Amish in any way, and I think all the characters do like get their own like level of respect. But I like this, I like this relationship that he like forms with uh, Harrison Ford mm-hmm. and, and with Rachel, like he and the and the boy, like it's just uh, it's nice. He's good. He's right. not a jerk. Either. They don't play yeah, the, there's, yeah. The there's jungler, no, the close-minded, yeah. you know. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I like. I mean, again, that's a big thing about what works about this movie. It doesn't really. The, the Amish aren't stuck up either. They're just people. <laughs> right. Right, And, you know, I was reading about the production of this movie. Like, the Amish don't – they don't get their picture taken. That's not a thing that they do. Um, right. But so, but they were still, like, very – like, so they couldn't, like, you know, film them for reference or anything like that. But they did, like – they were, you know, filming in their area, and they did – were very curious about the filmmaking process. So they'd just, like, be around set, and like, hanging out. And that just sounds, like, really fun. <laughs> the idea well, I like... mean,
1: they can – I mean, I, I, I'm – you know, I know – plenty uh-huh. about amish um i went to school with amish um i have on my my father said my great grandmother was an amish person who mm-hmm. uh was a uh she what do they call it not defected i guess whatever she married a frenchman and then um
0: left the colony or she you. Had, well you have to um
1: yep, so yep. like she never spoke or anything to her uh, family or whatever again and they do the thing called shunning um, which is what the fear for Rachel is for this whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, yeah, they don't get their picture taken. They're all, I mean, they bend rules. Don't let them fool you. Um, but I deme- they, I mean, like they in, can tw- use, in 2020, I can't imagine like
0: yeah. being super set on every single thing mm-hmm. that's going on.
1: there. <laughs> they, they can use things that are ba- battery powered. They can't use things that plug in. Mm-hmm. But then, then the question is how do they charge the battery? Well, they have cell phones. Um, because they're battery powered, but um, that's kind of the thing. But um, they 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 can have a wild times and stuff. That I mean, in movies, they get per- portrayed as you know kind people who are you know it's a little overly done, but it's pretty accurate. I'd, I'd say it's pretty accurate in this movie. Um, but I don't know. They also have a time in their life when they turn uh, like. I don't know about it, what it would be nowadays, but I think it used to be when they were sixteen because they would go only go to school till like middle school, and that uh, their eighth grade would be their graduation. Uh, but then for when they, I think when they probably when they turn 18, 16, 18 they they have like a two week period or something where they just go out into what the the city and stuff and experience everything, and then they they have to make a decision whether they would like to remain Amish or uh, do that. But if you know if they choose the latter, then they're Shun for life and i mean they that that's they stick to that that they, they would never see someone again but um so they do experience that that's why the adults kind of will know about certain things, certain things. that you wouldn't expect them to yeah. amish knowledge bombs from brandon on yeah, uh, this commentary it's, it's, it's so, interesting for sure I mean, yeah so but yeah i've these are pennsylvania amish which are a different breed of people. Granted, they're, they're from all. I mean, there's Amish, in... I, I'm in Indiana. They're in uh, northern Indiana. They're in that, southern, that southern Michigan is of like so I feel like Ohio. I only
0: ever hear about Amish in Pennsylvania. So like, mm-hmm. where else are Amish people?
1: Yeah, they're. I mean, they're in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um, so
0: it's they're, like a midwestern type of thing.
1: Yeah, midwestern thing. Um, but they. I mean, they live. They don't pay taxes. Uh, they're. I mean, they, they have gravel roads and stuff like that. And the, and if you ever try to buy their properties, man, they will not budge for any dollar amount. So don't try to haggle with the Amish. Pretty much. I mean, they will stick their guns. And, I like, I, I you know, like my my grandfather used to drive them when he was retired, used to drive them to construction jobs. He'd pick them up. So they, they didn't take a horse and buggy to construction jobs, but um, he'd be their, they, they, we'd call them schmo haulers, because mm. people, slang for Amish, people call them schmoes. I don't know if they find that derogatory or not, but that's what people would refer them to. But, um, yeah. And my my father was a uh, building uh, contractor, so he would hire out Amish for framing and stuff, and they they work really hard. (laughs) They really do. But, I mean, even they would use uh, electric uh, nail guns and stuff as well. They wouldn't own them, but they'd use them on the site. Bam. I
0: wanted to um, talk about the poster a little bit for this film. Oh, yeah. Um, Harrison Ford Harris is John Book. Yeah. Big, bold letters. Harrison Ford is John Book, which I love because it's not based on anything. So it's like, oh, he's playing John Book now. Like I guess that's just what we got to know him for.
1: It's almost like the critical uh, praise where it's like, uh, Drew Barrymore is Cinderella. And it's like, well, yeah, that's her role. Yeah. I've heard of her. <laughs> that's... I mean, was how big the book? This was based off of a book. How popular of a bestseller was that book uh, before it became the movie? So maybe there's some recognition there. No, it's not based off a book. It isn't. No, it's just it's oh, just a, like a story that they came up with. I thought <laughs> I saw a credit that was a damn. Okay, well that's even more impressive. No, it's a it's a it
0: won an, it won an original screenplay Oscar. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, it's just. It's just Harrison Ford's John Book. Edith, <laughs> edit story.
1: that part out so it don't sound stupid. No, <laughs> <laughs> leave it in. Real time. leaving just, it in, doubling it. This is it. real time. So, but, but like
0: yeah. it, it's it's Harrison Ford's John Book, and then the longest tagline that explains everything about the plot: a big city cop who knows too much. His only evidence is a small boy who's seen too much. Ellipsis. Witness. Sells the whole movie. And that should be the trailer right there,
3: right? Like, it,
0: like it should, it should not tell you that he's that they're like he's dealing with Amish. The trailer should be little boy sees something. You don't see that he has a hat on. He goes to Harrison Ford, and then it's like Harrison hey, it, now Harrison Ford is John Book is on the run, and like he blacks out for some reason, opens his eyes and he sees all these Amish people. Witness coming soon. Done. Like it's just, it's just like what? Uh, <laughs> show just show him out <laughs> shooting with Danny Glover. Exactly. He gets hit. Yeah play up the action beats, and then at the very end, he just opens his eyes and he just sees all these Amish people.
1: <laughs> Put that in your box, JJ. Make that work. There there are some moments in this where um, Kelly McGillis does look like clearly wearing some uh, dark red lipstick, probably for lighting and stuff, but I, I didn't notice this time around because I was like, man, they generally get these... I'm sure everybody's wearing some form of makeup, but they generally get the natural look of of the Amish pretty right. But there was there was one moment when, in a scene where I was like, D- she looks like she's made up to go out on the town or something. But like it, just a regular scene, like just a yeah, it was just a regular bond. scene. There was like okay. a shot or something. I was like, man, she looks like she's ready for glamour shots or something. But why do the Amish have umbrellas? They got hats, and they're Amish. The umbrellas. I want to get a soggy hat. I guess. What's the hat for, then? Like, what's it doing? <laughs> like, what? It's just their apparel.
0: It feels, it, like it, like... two, you know, it feels like it has two functions, sunlight and water. Like, <laughs> and like, what else <laughs> you
1: got it for? It's like their beards signify that they're married.
0: Yeah.
3: All right.
0: Here's the after-school special scene. Yep. You know, how many other versions of this movie...
2: Unfortunately, would would include a plot line where Alexander Gudnov is proving he's a bad um, Amish by trying to make phone calls to turn Harrison Ford in and get oh, his yeah. girl back. That's, that would that's... be so. Oh that, that yeah, would be, that
3: would
2: that would be in a lot. I'm sure that was even suggested to these people. <laughs> Thank God they didn't do that. But that you know, yeah. the movie resists those kind of.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. That's why I say it's retroactively brilliant. Like that's. Yeah. No,
0: I, I, yeah, it resists every impulse, I think, to do the standard thing. Like, I'm not saying this movie's subversive, but at the same time. Are you saying it's
1: anti cinema?
0: I
2: think it's the opposite. I think it's exactly what they talk about when they mean cinema, because it's so much of it is communicated in faces and in decoding faces and the way lines of dialogue are said, that's what makes a movie. I think when we talk about adult movies, mm-hmm. they, you know, they, you have to observe this movie. If you just kind of anyone else, if someone else, if this had been Sidney Lumet or, or even someone, you know, this, this could have been a very generic movie, but it, it, it's all in the actual filmmaking that it is elevated to something that feels like a, at least a minor classic, you know? Um, and so, so much of this is, is, is in expressions. And in these beats, these extended beats where Harrison Ford and Kelly McGillis are kind of looking at each other. So what did he mean with that look? You know, like, it's a real pleasure to see this kind of movie. You know? I, li- um, I, li- yeah. I
0: like I love this exchange right here where like he where, where the boy has picked up the gun. He's trying to teach him a lesson how to not use the gun. Yet he's still getting in trouble from Rachel, who's like going at him yeah. about how there's no guns here. And he doesn't try to de- he doesn't try to deflect it. He doesn't make an excuse. He just says, right, here it is. Here's the gun. Take it like it's immediately resolved. Like without having any fuss. Like there it's it's exactly what you're saying. There's a lot of choices like that that yes just reflect like <laughs> you don't need to you don't need to add a bunch of toppings on top of what you already have. Like every you know, the yeah. material's there. Let the material do the work for you. You don't you don't need to, you know, over elaborate on things. You don't need to have extended dialogue sequences. You can just like have a sequence play out human.
1: <laughs> I like how Lucas Haas' hair looks kinda of greasy in this Moment, like he is constant not, like, cowlick. First... <laughs> like yeah. it, he
0: he it, without it going up, it's just like constantly like stuck.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, he plays around a lot though, so he's probably always sweaty. He's a yeah. kid, he gets dirty. Well, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to die the Amish, but just in their natural like, you know, just and stuff.
0: A, it... I'm saying he's a kid. He runs around. He gets sweaty. Yeah,
3: <laughs> that's what happens. <laughs>
1: Tell you what, in the, in my area, the Amish love basketball. They are every every um, play. I mean, every state they have a have a basketball hoop. And, and you I know why.
0: To... You know why? It, it's a team sport, and ideally, Is you're, you're, and you're supposed to take it to the house.
1: Oh, it's a passive sport as well. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
0: Ugh. I hear they're good bowlers.
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> the best. We get off Peter Weir. Uh, we were t- okay. So, because I, uh, I got stuck on Green Card. um mm-hmm.
2: I, yeah, I, I, that, was,
1: yeah. Who expected that to happen? I know, right? Uh, we're pre- yeah. prepping for the My Father the Hero commentary next <laughs> month. <laughs> So, yeah, there's Fearless, and, yeah, the, then
0: there's a big break there. Yeah, because, like, the, he's more prolific in the 80s, for sure. Like, he did one, mm-hmm. two, three, four, five, six, six, and cap it off of Green Book in 90. He had a lot of films in the 80s. Then there's a lot of, like, gaps in between. Because, yeah, it's five years between, uh, well, three years to Fearless, then five years to The Truman Show. Truman Show, terrific, right? That's yeah. What's after that? <laughs> after that is Master Commander, yep. one of the best films of the 2000s. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs>
3: like, yep.
2: I feel like he hasn't done anything
0: recently, though. Am I wrong? The last film he did after that was The Way Back in 2010. I believe that's uh, Colin Farrell, uh, Ed Harris, uh, uh, Jim Sturgis, and Saoirse Ronan.
2: That was uh, Peter Weir, boy. that's
0: Peter Weir, yeah. It's like a survival yeah. film. They're like walking like thousands of miles like this from that, like i like, thought it was
2: philip Noyce. that's why i didn't watch it It, it definitely we- like
0: it seems like it could go either way right <laughs> it could go Either way, yeah. <laughs> i don't know why but there's some weird, weird middle ground where it's like that seems like a noise picture like i get that <laughs> yeah. it's a nice movie yeah. but yeah ever yeah that's it like i don't know what's going on peter where he's due
2: well, the kind of movies he makes are not the kind of movies that get made. I yeah, mean.
0: because, like, Master Commander, which, again, is brilliant. <laughs> like it's terrific. That could easily be a franchise, but it's also, like, a $100 million art movie. So it's, like, Teddy, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can see why it's not going to, like, exactly inspire
1: a bunch of sequels.
0: Although, I'm sure Netflix could, like, throw a ton of money at it if they wanted to. Yeah. And they shoot everything in South Africa now. It would be pretty cheap to make a giant, like, because they made that whole black sale, not... Netflix, but stars made that whole black sails series down in South Africa. They could think about their ship series down there. What I'm saying is I need more Master Commander films in my life. And yeah. That Marvel was gonna Marvel.
2: be the idea, wasn't it? There was a whole yeah. series of books.
0: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. yeah. And despite ten Oscar nominations, uh not not enough box office wise to uh not yeah, even the, the four star review yeah. from Roger Ebert was enough <laughs> to um, get that going.
1: What Marvel character could have a swashbuckling adventure? The Submariner, Nightcrawler spinoff. Nightcrawler, spin- there you go. <laughs>
0: just, just lead into his circus slash swashbuckling ways. I take it. Yeah, Master Commander rocks. That's the other. Uh, oh yeah. Takeaway, takeaway from this.
1: Weren't we going to do a commentary on that once and we didn't? I, think I mean, it was I would up, have jokingly
0: suggested it, but it's like, that movie's two and a half hours, it's going to be a long commentary track.
1: <laughs> not long enough.
0: And it'd be just us talking about why Russell Crowe and Paul Bettany should be best friends in real life, and we should watch their adventures all the time.
1: Hurry up, John Book. Hurry up, Harrison Ford is John Book. And now he's all dressed to the nines in Amish gear. You know, I I like that they just have a relationship. It's not like awkward. I mean, they there are scenes where the attraction just inevitably sh- has to show, but they just they have. I don't know. It's calm. It's natural. It's not well, like I said fiery. They, both, they yeah. both underplay it.
0: They both they're like neither of them is trying to lean into some kind of like specific type yeah. of character. They're just like.
1: Playing people. <laughs> it's it's more impressive that they handle her in such regard. Yeah. Today you you get her so you know fighting her urges and stuff. I think part of it like we keeps her hopeful that you know I'm in my habitat. This is how it is, and maybe he'll just come around to that or something. But she lives it. Yeah, it's interesting.
2: I'm not sure if today, I think today there will be kind of a pushback uh, on the idea of her staying yeah. in the Amish because it, it would, it, you know, she's obviously, they, they portray her as being sort of progressive-minded character at the end decides, no, she's going to, you know, she's just not going to run off with this cop guy, but yeah, I, I would think today that would be a bigger issue. Um, We'd
1: have so many scenes of, we can't, but yeah, we
2: can't. Jesus. God, Jesus, yeah.
1: And then the shippers be- would be mad when they don't.
0: Yep. Yeah, I'm sure yep. that would be that'd be the talk of Twitter for days witness <laughs> what's going on.
2: How stupid would this be if she moved into his apartment at the end? I mean
0: like ugh. Oh, they're just sitting at like a family barbecue with Patty Lepone.
3: Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. The
1: characters are as smart as they've been the whole script. It'd be they worse too.
0: It'd be like the um like her father in law would come into town. It's like, Yeah, you defected, but I guess we're still friends. Like it'd be all that nonsense. It'd be everything yeah, yeah. it'd be everything <laughs> that's wrong. I'm still here for okay. you, last. So I brought over know? my bread. And Michael hey,
1: Gordon. here's the last we get of the partner. Yeah, this is his last scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or dude. I think is we'd have some massive subplot with this guy in a new movie, and we'd see the death, or you yeah, know have, what led have, him like, into it. Or,
0: he'd have like a wife or a girlfriend, and he'd be, you'd see him like both get killed to be super sad and tragic.
1: And instead, you know, what's great at not showing it is we get to be in Harrison Ford's shoes when he hears the news. Yeah, like we, we're like crap. Like it's, it's as affected to uh, effective to us as it was to him. Like it, there's just so many. It, it, it's crazy how smart. Like we said, perfect. It's crazy how smart this movie is, and it, how
0: that plays into why. Who man, the answer did you mention L.A. Confidential? Oh no, Brandon! Brandon, you did. I did. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Leans into that too, where because the captain seems so ineffectual, or you know, so um, he's not threatening in the way that like Danny Glover obviously is, or just the kind of IP value that Harrison Ford brings
3: <laughs> to a yeah. role
0: just by being here. He's a guy that you don't expect. And James Cromwell, I mean, he's from Babe. Like you're not thinking yeah, he he's was, like yeah. the big. He's not the big bad in all of this. So well, and they
1: they played him as a father figure too. Of where strength, the, yeah. the captain in this doesn't have that luxury.
0: Even even then, like just his general presence, you don't think that right, he's right, yeah. you know being necessarily in it. You have to know something's up because there would be no movie if it was just this.
1: Like so at the same yeah. time, it's still like well, the captain's like, like okay, he's either gonna be the guy or he's getting killed real soon. Yeah, yeah. And Danny Glover will be the captain, and they'd be like, no, now the captain <laughs> is back. Here's, uh, some, here's some fun foreshadowing. I would say yeah, the movie like the Amish. Refuses to give in to temptation. Yes, Chekhov's But yeah, refuses to give the temptations like the characters that populate the film. Now oh, we should have used these cats to lure Peter onto this podcast.
0: <laughs> yes, right. Or Scott, for that matter, who also said no. <laughs> well, is you not like Witness? No, he just he was busy. I like his working hat it has no uh,
1: wraparound brim on it; it's just the, the top. So John Book drives his sister drives the Mirth Mobile from Wayne's World. <laughs> Brandon, when did you first see this movie? Well, uh, early '90s, late '80s, probably. I was I was a little probably young for it to appreciate, but like I said, um. Where I, you know, had lived and stuff like when an Amish movie comes to town, you're gonna see it. <laughs> like that was a big thing. It's was like, oh, a movie about the Amish. Uh, looks like Kingpin. People had like I'm sure box office in Amish areas was huge for Kingpin. Looked at the bigger performance states, but I mean, the movie famously flopped for the Fairley Brothers, but I
0: mean, yeah, Am- maybe in those communities it did okay.
1: Um, uh, like like for instance, like I I got drugged too for richer for poorer. When that came out. With comedy so. superstars Tim Allen and Kirstie Alley? Yep, a team up that just didn't do enough. Uh, but yeah. Is, uh, it's like, did you hear
0: about the Morgans? Is that another one that does like this kind of thing? That's the
1: one. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. No, they,
0: they're, they're, they're in hiding though. That's like the thing about that. I forget if it's Amish specifically. It just feels like it would be. <laughs> yeah. But it's weird that, yeah, in terms of Amish culture, it's like, how do we incorporate this into a plot? People have to be on the run. That's the only way. <laughs> like, right. That's
3: the yeah, only it's way funny.
0: to
1: do something. Can you see some Hollywood exec being like, "Why are we making a movie about Amish? They can't even go see the movie." <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I was just thinking earlier. I was like, Amish can't watch movies,
2: but they got to hear about this movie all the time, right? Or they can watch it on uh, their phone. <laughs> I guess. Uh,
0: yeah,
1: they <laughs> well, they, well, they, they watch. They sneak away sp- to watch Witness. <laughs> I mean, when we the when at, <laughs> at school, when we watch like films and stuff, they wouldn't have to leave the room. They they watched okay. it. So,
0: I like Harrison Ford's excitement when he's like, "I got it, I'm milking the cow."
1: I'm sure if their family was against it, they would, but they would have him leave. But for the most part, they would stick around. That was their TV they got to watch. But I, I went to school with an Amish kid who had like a he had a stash of like a, a Walkman and like a little portable TV and stuff that he had hidden at his place. So. And my father... Several battery chargers. Yeah, my father grew up in the country, so he was not far from Amish households where they were, and he said at the end of his street, there was this random barn, and every Friday around, like, 5 o'clock, these two Amish guys would get out of their... park their buggy, get out, go into that barn, and the Trans Am would come out of it, <laughs> and they'd be dressed up, and they would show back up Sunday, get back and, and get in their buggy and go back. Uh, when he's like, oh, TV, comer- yep. It's a good moment that they don't play on too strongly. Which I believe is also like a,
0: a joke for Harrison Ford. I think he like auditioned for this commercial. I think I read Oh, that. really? Yeah.
1: I like how Kelly McGillis lets him have it. like the moment. She's like, I don't understand it, but.
0: Probably some good apples. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, this is, where they, this is where they meet. Yep. Yeah, Hawk Lightner. Yeah, that's, that's a big time. That's an Amish name right there. <laughs> yeah, he's great in this movie. Yeah. 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 This is a funny
0: scene. I mean, obviously there's lots of dialogue in this film, but it really does rely on how people are saying things to each other, what looks they're giving, and, like, these long shots.
1: Uh, Harrison Ford's pants don't fit. That's hilarious. Too short. A A lot of patience in here.
0: And all of Harrison Ford's carpentry work is paying off.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I was thinking of that too.
0: His work yeah. as a carpenter.
2: Show some of his skill, his, his natural skills. We haven't talked much about Harrison Ford's appeal, sort of as an actor or his growth as an actor. I I, I kept thinking about. I don't know. If, does no one else notice but me that he makes a quantum leap between Star Wars and Empire? Like,
0: oh yeah, I, I believe we talked about this in Blade Runner, where yeah,
2: in
3: because our Blade he, Runner commentary
0: track, where he's he's fine in that movie. I don't think he's great as far as his performance goes, but he he's got he get he's gotten, he gets better over years. But yeah, obviously, yeah, Even from just Star Wars to Empire, yes, there is a there's a big leap, but also because he gets to play something, right? That's why it's his.
2: It's weird, it's weird because I think he's almost the least he's almost he almost comes off the least polished of the three leads in Star Wars. You complain about Mark Hamill, but he you can tell Mark Hamill is a trained actor, and that Ford is 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 more of a sort of free range movie star. Like well, you Barry can tell Cooper.
0: like Mark Hamill is like a guy that probably did theater. Right. Like, he's, he's playing is up those emotions big, where a character he can just rely on his natural charm that he's relied on for all of his life.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so Which is a big thing and with him. And it won people over. I mean, like, yeah. that was the, the favorite character.
2: Which is a big thing with him, uh, and why they used to always c- compare him to Gary Cooper. I don't know too much about Gary Cooper's life, but I know that it's that same sort of sui generis, like, he ca- he came fully formed, he's not a product of, of, uh, of you know, any kind of... Um, uh, production line like he, yeah. you know um but yeah he definitely got he, he got better
0: pretty quickly i don't know what it was but i, well, um, I, I think it's i, I think it's he, ap- i think it's just the challenge like, Irving like Kershner. Em- empire well em- well urban a better actor's director for yeah what I think, but also the movie relies on him to do more like and i i don't i mean that seems obvious but i mean it's more of the, there's actual, there's an actual character there. I mean, there's a reason why. I think we've talked about this before. Right? I think there's a reason why he, you know, he's happy doing Indiana Jones over Han Solo, or at least more talking about it or relating to it, because there's a character there. There's he's not, like, yeah. There's no, yeah. There's not much of a character for Han Solo. There's some, there's a lot of likable things about him, but as far as something yeah. complex in the nature. Not really. I mean, yeah. he's he's a scoundrel. He, like he's, well, he's a little he's a little stinker. He makes jokes. He quips. He he, yeah. he goes along with things. Empire is a chance for him to do something with that character because he has to play romantic lead, romantic foil, uh, a hero, a guy that's in over his head. Like there's a lot of different shades to play. This this I believe was one of the Oscar clips. so I'm not crazy, I would have seen that Empire.
2: Oscar. And also, oh, because it's
1: got the song to dance to. It Gets everybody. Oh well, yeah. Well, I always thought it
2: was a little strange too. I don't know. This is my rock and roll nerd guy coming out, but th- this is not the actual Sam Cooke recording of Wonderful World. It's some kind of strange cover. I wonder if it was a licensing thing because the yeah, it's radio DJ, be.
0: Probably,
2: yeah, the be. DJ makes sound like it's the actual recording, but it's not. And, and I was that was strange because this is this this was, this was a famous scene from this movie, which certainly doesn't portray it as any kind of a thriller at all. It's it's more yeah. of a forbidden, forbidden love story, right?
0: Right. That's and what that's, I'm saying. That's, the that's, movie that's, a, that's, a, that's the zone we're in right now. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Without being uh, uh, melodramatic, you know, it's like I believe these two would be attracted to each other. And that would sort of go. I mean, it's how much more effective is it that they that they end up not, you know, that nod from Alexander Gudinov at the end from the tip of his hat is so great to sort of button the movie to get ahead of ourselves. But
0: that's what that's what we're is good at. Like if this was like, I don't know if it was like (laughs) Lawrence Kasdan. Uh, it would be well written and like the characters would be nice to, but like I think there'd be it lean on things, it it'd lean it mm-hmm. lean heavily on different ideas of how to portray these people. Where I think there's a there's a bigger there's a like I mentioned before there's a patience here that I think really pays off as far as getting these characters at this point where they can laugh and dance around and stuff like that because of all the not and do necessarily you think, tension but just like the kind of the focus on this relationship without having to like push it too far.
1: Do you think this stuff was like? up front and center like it is for us now or do you think it's aged into us appreciating it for that now i think it's there i think that's why i mean it's it has... o- it's always going to be there but did but people I th- I see that, it then
0: i'd say i'd say the people that were giving it the, you know people that are writing reviews about this or looking at this from an award standpoint are seeing mm-hmm. this making that separates it from being just another standard cop thriller or standard cop drama or standard mm-hmm. romantic drama what have you
1: so, I mean, we're I, talking, we're uh, the uh, us. We're talking thirty-five years of being sure. informed by an, other things. Yeah, and it's impossible to
0: really parse out that kind of thing. But I do, I do, I wouldn't be surprised if you know the kind of awards groups and critics groups are seeing this the way we're seeing it currently. Where yes, it may play as like a you know a strong you know box office hit back in the day that maybe doesn't like you're not focused on the kind of like what it's doing differently necessarily. Gotcha. That's me speculating, but I mean, and that's not me trying to say there's an elitist factor that makes oh no, un- no, no understand no. things that others can't. <laughs> no 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 no. I'm just you don't yeah. get it. It's Amish. It's different. It's high class. <laughs> right. This is just, elevated Amish thriller.
1: I'm just yeah. I'm just wondering if I, the reason I love this movie so much right now is it plays so differently than everything I've seen since you know and yeah. Because it's
0: like. Watching this, and this is like because we all have just recently watched it to prepare for this. It's under two hours, but it's very deliberately paced.
1: It'd be two, there's... two and a half now.
0: Oh yeah, yeah for two sure, eighteen, you
2: know, two nineteen. Yeah, because yeah,
0: you have the backstories of different characters. You have you cut away from the the society and whatnot. But like, yeah, it's rela- It's a relaxed pace. There's next to no action. It's and when it's not, it's not even really action as much as it's scenes of tenseness. Um, the, the there's nothing of value to any of the other characters except for, like, the main four that you follow. Like, there's so there's so little of the, of the kind of shoe leather that would pump this film up as far as being a, you know, potential box office hit for today or something more genre-focused or what have you. It, yet, it's utterly watchable yeah. and, like, ca- a, a shining example of screenplay construction.
1: <laughs> the camera work would probably opt for documentary style for this, too, nowadays, going with the Amish, whereas I think... Something like this is good because uh, it makes a pretty portrait, and the Amish have kind of a still life to them. It depends on the so, director, but I don't, Oh wait, I, he's not gone! Oh no, yeah, we get
0: the confrontation scene. Then gotcha. he's gone. This is his gotcha. last scene. Alright. This is, this is his um. <laughs> Rolo Tomasi scene. Yep, yep. <laughs> Who's
2: Rolo? I know that name. What is that? That's L.A. Confidential. Oh, right, right, yeah. right.
1: Rolo Tomasi.
0: And there's real menace here now too, for sure. Like it's really leaning on it. Because at this point, you're like, well, he's not he's he's not the one that's gonna die. He's the gun that's in on it. And it's good framing too, because we haven't seen his face, right? At this point in this sequence, all right? You know, just because yeah. it's being it's playing it's cooler, and he's he's more of like the devil
1: at this point. Could have got like a Hal Holbrook to play this part too. I'm sure he was on the list. Yeah. Has Hal Holbrook played villains? Oh, yeah. Um, uh, he, play, he played uh, one Magnum just like Force. this Magnum Force. Magnum yeah. Force, uh, there we Magnum go. Force. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's a bad that's guy. That's probably why I'm thinking that. Yeah. He's very much a bad guy in that. Man's got to know his limitations. <laughs> it's
2: good. It's a good movie. That's a good
1: one. <laughs> no, it's one of the best sequels ever made.
2: Yeah, it's a really good movie, yeah.
0: Who were the guys? Oh, no, Different movies. I tweeted this not too long ago, but is it wild that Clint Eastwood somehow hasn't done a sequel like now? Like another Dirty Harry, in the same way that we've had like Rambos and Rockies and basically Stallone movies. They were, with... they were, the,
2: the, Gran Torino was. Gran Torino. Team, uh, yeah. At first. It was excited, you know. Oh, it's going to be a sequel to, uh, but it wasn't.
0: It wasn't. Wait, well, wait, see, the... wait, hold on, hold on, back up. Were people convinced that that's what it was going to be? No, there was well, a rumor. Just at the there was earliest. Rumors. When it yeah. just went into
2: production, the rumor was that it was like Dirty Harry's looking for a killer in a Gran Torino. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. really
3: there sounds was, great, but I love Gran Torino as is.
1: Yeah, Gran Torino was more of a Here's all my characters retiring, but I'm gonna my a last movie, movie but yeah. it's not
0: my last movie. <laughs> I'm not. A, I mean, it has moments. I'm, <laughs> oh, Grand I love Gran Three. Don't like Gran Torino? I'm crazy about Gran Torino. I, 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 there's a lot of things I like about it. There's a lot of things I don't like about it. Uh, there's an important scene coming up here. Very important scene to the history of cinema. We'll get there in a second.
1: We back. have a bull. <laughs>
3: well, we have a
0: bull. Well, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> We have a bull. But I mean, yeah, we're gonna get to the whole like barn raising sequence, which is really like it is. I guess it, get, it gets spoofed and whatnot, but it's still really neat to see like a bunch of people working together to build a house. Like that—that that is that neat. That scene's watch. really famous. Here it is. Hey, there inter- The introduction of Viggo Mortensen in cinema.
1: <laughs> That's there we there go. He is. And the, does he go back to uh, to prison after this? Because prison was in another country, right? What? No, 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 no! The movie *Prison* with uh, oh. Rennie Harlan. That was his like first lead. Yeah, and I think he, this... I think that one he did in not in the U.S. Yeah, *Prisons
0: oh. After* that yeah *Prisons that because it's this and like um, he's in he's in like the Miami Vice like big pilot right or whatever like the. Oh, yeah,
1: okay. And so this scene could have been something else entirely too where the, the blonde guy tries to make him screw up all the time but they work. it's teamwork yeah. and Harrison Ford also doesn't you know he gets tired but he's able to contribute he's able to enjoy and be part of this like it's this could have played entirely differently like he, and it would have like Yancey mentioned earlier like this movie nowadays could have been too tempted to build a love triangle and have this guy trying to Get Harrison Ford off this farm yeah, as quick as he fight,
0: can. not fight over this stuff, then the house falls down or whatever.
1: And if he can't get him to leave on his own, he'll go make that phone call.
0: hmm
1: It's the scale of this, like, and the
0: music's really good in this scene too. We can't hear mm-hmm. it right now, but like, it, it's just like the idea of seeing like all of these men working to build this thing. It just like, and yeah, yeah thinking of Malik too. Like, you could think of like Days of Heaven comes to mind. Yeah, scene like this. Viggo Mortensen in movies for the first time now and would be quite play a a, a wide diversity <laughs> a diverse range of parts in the years G.I. Jane's, Viggo Mortensen, Carlito's Way, Viggo Mortensen. Carlito! Viggo Mortensen. Yeah. A Carlito. perfect a perfect, <laughs> a perfect
1: a perfect murders Viggo Mortensen.
0: I love him in Carlito's Way. He's great because he, he's Lali. like he's, does he like he has he can't walk right? That he can't walk. Yeah, and he's way. wearing a wire. He's wearing I a wire. Do yeah. to
2: you, Carlito.
0: <laughs> I'm a huge Carlito's just... Way fan. That's what I'm. Oh, I, I that's hard, good, so. that's no, the best stuff. movie. I think. i I like it more than Scarface. Like it's. I movie.
2: I love Carlito's yeah. Way. No one talks yeah. about that picture. It's so great.
0: Yeah, and Benny Blanco from The Bronx.
2: It's great. It's a, it's a fantastic. Movie. What are we having for breakfast?
0: Better not go too
2: far. Tie baby,
0: Ty. That's one way I I really like the kind of yes, uh, Pacino's playing it big, but i will say I like it. I like how it's he's reflective and it's really neat.
2: You are a gangster now, Dave? Why are we talking about Carlito's <laughs> Way? Because
0: it's so good. Because it has it, really it has good. witnesses Vigo Viggo Mortensen in it. That's one. Let's yep. do a commentary.
2: Carlito Next month's play. commentary will be Carlito's Way.
0: It has Daylight's Vigo Mortensen. Featuring? V- I never saw Daylight. He's in Daylight. Yeah, he he uh spoilers. He dies. Uh, the bad guy then he, no no he just gets crushed by he's overzealous in trying to help people escape and gets crushed by a bunch of rocks <laughs> he's, I see it's a fun it's a fun thing he plays like I think like a famous climber and he's like I got this <laughs> and like he does not got this <laughs> he gets crushed <laughs> like look at all the people like ants yeah. like on this giant thing
1: and they're building a barn for one of their own mm-hmm. like it's yeah.
0: It even has,
2: unless we've already missed, there's even a shot that they
1: that they use in Kingpin, um,
2: where it's like a, a wide-angle shot, and she's walking away from the, it's Cody McGillis in the foreground, she's walking away from the uh, frame of the uh, the house, and they use, they, they copy it in Kingpin, where he's like rubbing his hands, he leaves early, he his hands together to yeah, cause join he hears, the dinner.
0: Because he hears the dinner, he's yeah, running
2: away,
1: so, and so the whole thing falls
2: no, down. Thing falls
1: and then they all confront oh, we do like, Kingpin
2: commentary we'll talk about witness a lot Kingpin's so funny.
1: <laughs> when does when does Blues traveler come out and play for them while they eat? oh good lord that's that's true.
0: Oh Blues traveler jump up <laughs> oh, he doesn't like how he's serving their food.
1: No, they notice she's taking a liking to him. it is pretty noticeable I, yeah the, yeah, the thing, lipstick that,
0: that the meal looks delicious <laughs> yeah. like, get your attention back on the food because it looks great V goes in so much of this movie now ever since he's been introduced pops into scenes he needs to go back with that haircut again mm-hmm. has he got I guess he goes short now right yeah kind of crops it because oh. he can do anything he wants to for the rest of his life and be fine <laughs> Which is very true. Like he, he has like ridiculous money from <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Like he can do literally whatever he wants. That's why he's not in many movies. He just picks whatever he, he's like. Yeah, all right. All right. I like his Cronenberg stuff. Oh man. Yeah. Promises. Oh my god. Oh. Well, Easter promises is is spectacular. Oh it's yeah. It's a spectacular movie. Yeah. But, I mean that in History of Violence is obviously very good too. But like mm-hmm. Easter promises, like yeah, I, yeah. it's it's so good. It's a oh, great movie. Oh gosh, yeah. they I talking about doing a sequel. Do that, don't they? They, I mean, Stephen Knight keeps talking about it, and I'm like, alright we'll let's see it happen. Like, they, Cronenberg's out at this point on doing it, but Stephen Knight, the writer, keeps saying How about things. That fight you scene get, in the sauna, man. Crazy. Oh gosh, <laughs> I was, but That's I was crazy. when he, when he got an Oscar nomination, I was thrilled. It's like, yes, he won't win, but good for him.
2: Yeah, <laughs> so, so good, good at, at that movie. In that movie, yeah.
0: <laughs> and he came to the Oscar, he had this great beard on. It's like, ah, oh, yeah, Vigo, do it. <laughs> I remember I was in college, I saw that with my roommate we, we had a fun time with that one
1: Leatherface's uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 3's Vigo Mortensen
2: That's what I was thinking of that He's he not ashamed was...
1: like Matthew McConaughey right? He, he, he wears that proudly on his resume
0: Nothing
2: to be quite as ashamed Which, of that Leatherface, Leatherface ain't bad In, that, 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 that in defense,
1: in defense I, know, I know a few things And it's not so much McConaughey As much as people that get to things before he hears about them. And he would prob possibly say sure, but he's there's people that don't realize time has passed, but
0: Well, one day we'll get that convention where we get Paul Rudd, Vico Bordenson and Matthew McConaughey to all be at a horror <laughs>
1: yeah. talking about their various sequels they've been involved in. Paul Rudd's down. He he almost like there was a, a horror hound convention a couple years ago and he was announced as part of the Halloween Six reunion panel and then it like canceled like hours later because Marvel snatched him reshoots blah blah blah. But he was go- he was gonna do it.
0: Are we an hour twenty into this movie? That's moving.
1: Where's McGillis now? She was in The Innkeepers. That's the last thing I saw. Yeah, that was like the last thing. Um, yeah, she, she really had, just fell out of favor. Well, she
0: had some, like, I believe, like, health issues, if I'm not mistaken. Like, some personal issues.
1: She was a lesbian, and they turned away from her because of that. But... Yeah, that oh, didn't help right. either career-wise, yeah. Um, She's in the Dirty... She was on the Dirty John TV series? Um a lot of tv love how he
2: looks back and she turns away it's like too much to look back look at this fairly smoldering scene just these faces you know that's cinema man
3: look mm-hmm. at that
0: cuz it doesn't need to do anything more
2: and think how long they sat in the editing bay with just with the, with, with cutting back cutting these two close ups back and forth trying to get the perfect you know you don't want him to come off like a scumbag. You don't want him to come off like a prude, you know. You don't want her to come off too into
0: it. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, well, there's it, a reason this movie got so many Oscar nominations cuz it's more than just a cop movie, you know. It's obviously Oh
0: yeah. And it's more yeah. than, it's not and it's not just like a, you know, a, you know, romance between cross, star-crossed lovers type of thing. It's 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 just like what else can you do to like really, you know, mm-hmm. flex the flex the genre?
2: But I forgot, I thought
0: Lucas
3: Haas was in this movie more.
0: He doesn't have many lines either. No, oh yeah, he's very quiet. But there's also just not much for him to do beyond seeing the crime. Because it's, you know...
1: But you know what? Nobody was sitting counting his lines either.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's not like a loose example but it's not like t2 it's not like a you know the boy and this cop dynamic it's just like yeah he's the inside he's you know he's the macguffin essentially but like he's not
3: yeah
0: it's not about book trying to become his father and teach him the ways of the world or anything like that he's just like yeah he's here
1: they're having a talk about what they didn't do
2: He that's what it is about Blade Runner and the performance here is that he allows himself to be a little bit blank, like he allows himself to be a little bit of a, an almost a, a, an everyman who doesn't quite get what's going on. Not that he's an idiot, but it's just, just a certain level where he's not. It's not a vain performance at all. And Blade Runner obviously mm-hmm. tightened because he's like there's not a like it's it's edited around to make him basically almost a secondary character. But it, yeah, I feel
0: like no, he's, he's yeah, sur- he's the audience surrogate. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah.
2: It feels like there's something there where he's. Because it's curious, why would this get? I guess he's been rewarded for doing a grown-up movie, is why he got the nomination here instead of anywhere else. But watching it last night, I was like, I, I don't know if this is his first movie. Would he have? Would he? I thought I would have thought Kelly McGillis would have been the big uh, acting nomination from this. Well, because
0: um, yeah, because he Harrison Ford. If it was his first movie, you wouldn't know him for the charming person right. that he is. So there would yeah, be. I right. mean, you'd be like, oh, that's a good role for this guy. But whoever he is. Well that's the I mean you asked about like you know the difference between Star Wars and Empire like that's what I was saying earlier as far as him making choices for these movies outside of the blockbuster stuff with Indiana Jones and Star Wars I mean regardless of how much you like frantic or whatever like he's still like he's trying he's trying to flex he's trying to like take on these oh, roles awesome. that actually challenge that's him to do more great. than be that you know that guy <laughs>
1: Well I think he's oh, also to me he's the he's also only, good. <laughs> well he's he's the only actor I've ever seen that was able to pick up where like Bogart left off. Like he's got hmm, that. Yeah. And Bogart's such a unique actor, but Harrison Ford's the only person that's ever been able to channel that same it factor that made Bogart so special. Like and but Harrison Ford also has it in his own way. But they they're very, very similar um and it's a weird thing that it took me a while, then like I didn't
3: to pick up to. on it
1: for a long time. But I'm like, you know what? They like he's got that presence that Bogart has, what's and the ability Sierra, to what, take what, on what,
0: that. What's a Sierra
1: Madre? Well, I mean, he's got he's got <laughs> Indiana Jones. To, I mean, like, uh,
0: no, I I, have, I know I don't disagree. I'm just trying to like yeah. now try to one to one it for whatever reason.
1: Yeah, it's not so much a one to one, but.
0: Has he done hmm. noir? Is there a Harrison Ford noir? I'm not thinking of.
1: <laughs> Blade Runner. Blade Runner.
0: Blade Runner uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Blanked on that one. This is good right here. This um, where we re- where he we talked about it before, where he reveals that the partner's gone, and the kind of fury that you start to get out of uh Ford here which helps in totally justifying the next scene which gets heavily spoofed as well where the Amish are getting made fun of and he stands up and punches the fuck out of that guy Yeah, it's, it's the best but like it when you have this context of he just found out his partner was killed by his captain who he or his chief who he believes is supposed to be you know super upright now look at him he's sunken he's low He's like, he's had all this peaceful time in Amish town, and now he's like at his bottom again. He's like, oh my god, the cop stuff's coming back, and it's really getting getting to me now. And so some jerk's gonna come and make fun of his friends. Yeah, he's gonna punch that guy's lights out. <laughs> right. It's more than just standing up for what's right. It's I'm I'm at my worst right now, and this is what you're gonna do. <laughs>
1: Also, how show like he's never gonna learn. He's never gonna become one of them. That's as the other much thing as he, yeah. yeah,
0: it really informs how this movie plays out. Like, yeah, it's not like yeah, because there's a really bad version of this movie where he like somehow gets indoctrinated into the Amish. It, be,
1: it becomes Avatar, right? <laughs> yeah. Jake right.
0: Sully at the end. And at so the yeah, end, become one of you.
1: Right? And at the end, he ends up, uh, diehard guy ends up punching a guy for him, and he makes a, and he calls back to a line that Harrison Ford said earlier in the film. That's yeah. how.
2: yeah. There's even a worse version where at the end he convinces them all to not be Amish anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <It's>
2: all <laughs> they of... all get televisions. Yep. And... Thank you, John Book.
0: The white man saves the white people. <laughs> yeah. Right. Look at this whole sequence is like this is the best for me. This is watching what no no every time knowing where this is going, just seeing all this build up, the, like this guy being the worst guy you can encounter, with his hat. Oh his sleeveless t shirt and his, the hat really on his head. Yeah. His whole They're like vibe.
1: the Matt Brewer like, truckers from Supergirl. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there she's got the headband.
0: Yeah. And he just Uh-oh. knocks Uh-oh. him down. <laughs> he just beats him. And then like this guy, like some reject from a bar in a Terminator movie. He's man,
2: Harrison Ford. I don't think there's an act, a better actor in, in movie history for believably looking like he's straining and grunting. Oh yeah, oh fighting yeah. Fighting or getting kicked, he really like throws himself in, and he's so believable when he's kind of like getting physical. It's just unbe- It's just crazy how how you know. And that's all that all those 90s movies, a movie like, you know, Air Force One, I think that gets by basically because you buy how he's so unsure of himself in every move he makes physically. I mean,
1: Firewall isn't a masterpiece without him.
2: He sells it, man. It, that's a watchable movie. If, if uh, that was Liam Neeson, I wouldn't have made it through it.
1: Harris, I, uh, Hollywood
0: Homicide is my go to because it rules. Um, I, I,
2: I, I like Hollywood Homicide. I'd like it a lot. A I, 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 I watch it after this because it's great. It's like, I do like Hollywood Homicide. Like Ron Shelton, you know, good
0: screenwriter. Plays, it plays a lot but of But I do think cause that. Because it plays this I, cop stuff, and he's also like a, a weathered real estate agent. It's the best. <laughs> it's
2: so fun. Mount Olympus. I shit you not. No saying. Yeah, it's
0: great. <laughs> Selling a house between to, to Master P and uh, Martin Landau. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. Gone in 60 seconds, Master P. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, him. Yeah, he beats that. You know, puts ice cream on his face and he beats the boy. <laughs> oh, they fixed that birdhouse good. Mm-hmm. I was worried about that one for a while. But yeah, I mean, Harrison Ford in action. That's I mean, I love his fist fights in Indiana Jones because it looks like he's putting all of his muscle behind Oh, and barely able to, to win. Yeah. You know? he's and he's always outmatched. Him and, like, Jackie Chan have that in common, where it's like, yeah, it's it's more fun to watch them on the defensive than to yeah. try to, like, has, take everything No, away.
2: Harrison Ford is a great movie star. He has, He's he's a handsome enough guy. He doesn't have to do anything to preen or, or be more charismatic. So he can be as goofy as he wants, and he still comes off like a movie star, and he can still play these average guy... Roles, even though he doesn't look like an average guy, he really, he's really great at that. At selling these kind of, my family is kidnapped and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be able to do this sort of thing. You know, he's great. I love Harrison Ford.
1: And his characters are iconic man. because he played them, not because he took on the iconic. I mean, was Jack Ryan iconic? With, I mean, Baldwin. That's why
2: it wasn't the biggest. Those, those, those for me were not as great as the. And which is why I never bought the idea of replacing Indiana Jones like you would James Bonney. He's just Harrison Ford for too long, you know, like.
1: Right. It'd be weird now. But they they will eventually, but. I I read that he's the same age
2: right now as the guy who played old old Indiana Jones on the young Indiana Jones show. (laughs) The the one-eyed guy who would come out at the end and
0: you're like, that can't be Indiana Jones. He's the same age as Harrison Ford right now. you'll
1: You'll just, you know map his face
0: and de- de-age him and all that.
1: Deep fake him. Some other actor deep fake yeah, that's, him. That's what it's
0: coming down to. He really oh, no, oh, He there. wouldn't. He's
2: too proud. He wouldn't do that. He, he's. I'm sure Indiana Jones is going to be 80-year-old Harrison Ford being thrown against
0: walls. And no, I'm, ta- I'm talking like 30 years from now when he literally yep. can't do it anymore. When he's literally
1: a dead human being, I suppose. <laughs> yes, that's,
0: yes, that's what I was
1: saying. <laughs> no. I mean... Oh, I mean, it's a- not this, like... Yeah. I mean. There's there's been other actors play Indiana Jones, Sean Patrick Flannery. hashtag My Indie, but uh no, <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> that's my truth. Powder? Um, are we allowed are we... to talk about powder on here? Like Kevin Spacey? or Are we bleeping him out?
0: I mean, we're only talking about the you know the classic movie that you know we always remember the plot of. He turns into lightning or something at the end.
1: Well, um... Remember the behind the scenes? But yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> Beep. See, yeah, this scene, she looks like made up like
0: crazy. That could, Yeah, that definitely has to be a lighting thing, because of the, just the dusk and the fact that it's you know shot on film. Yeah. Overemphasized. That's why they're wearing certain colors, too. So it'll show up better for a scene like this that's, you know, release also, by the way, I watched this on DVD last week to prepare for this, and now I'm watching it on Blu-ray. The Blu-ray looks so much better than the DVD. Right? It's
3: so clear. <laughs> I, I,
0: was, I was really struggling <laughs> watching the DVD thinking, like, oh, my God, this is so bad.
1: And this this particular scene isn't a highlight of that, but... No, but in general, I'm just right. pointing
0: it out now that, yeah, the, the transfer is significantly better.
1: <laughs> this would be on the poster nowadays, right? Yeah. yeah. Witness be, It'd be up like in the corner by some floating heads. The makeout scene.
0: Really haven't seen the boy for the longest time now that I think about it. It's like the key you know, the witness in all of this. I like this build This is a break. cool shot. Yeah, the dark build, it. yeah. It just kinda approaches Goes back down. Yeah, and, and the license like,
1: plate says the license plate says act three. <laughs> What's your name, son? Uh, Lucas Haas? Oh. What, what are you in? Oh, I'm in Witness. Who do you play? I play the Witness. Title character. <laughs> As
0: he throws his scarf around his neck <laughs> and walks away.
1: Here we go. I
0: like how it's an ominous shot of the car pulling up, and then it backs away. It's like, let's just I like the frame again. It's, it's yeah. a neat little touch. Like it saw the camera and backed yeah, up. exactly. It's like, yeah, let's, uh. You know, and it really like, you know, you're into this story enough where it's like, ah, oh, now these guys are here. <laughs> it's gonna ruin the vibe.
1: Like, yeah. Uh, this is the other guy in the bathroom, right? This is the first time we've seen him since the opening scene.
0: Yes. He's back from vacation. That's what they're waiting for. He
1: just got He's assigned a to a character, actually. Yeah. He just got assigned to a new church.
0: This is a cool like. Way to like get us into this mode of the
1: film. Oh yeah! You know, having
0: these guys like just ominously approach the town. There's a lot of like this is where it becomes high noon,
1: right? This is. The well, it's like time. everybody's sleeping kind of vibe, yeah. and mm-hmm. and troubles rolling in. And they, you know, they can't call anybody.
0: So when oh. I first saw this movie, it was early. Like I was young. It was probably early '90s, and it was just like on TV a lot. And it was on at one point, and I'm like, what is, I was, saw Harrison Ford, because I know Harrison Ford and other things, and I was like, what is this? My dad was like, it's Witness, it's Harrison Ford, It's he uh, was nominated for an Oscar, it's like, alright, and we just watched it. And um, my main memory is always this, like, finale of this film, because mm. it's, to me, very tense, like, of, in terms of what's happening, and I'm watching a person I know as Indiana Jones and, Harrison, and Han Solo at this point being like, he's he has no guns, how is he going to get out of this situation? And then I specifically remember the deaths of the two cops in this scene, because it's, it's the one's very creative It's like oh that's a that's a that's a move,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: the other's just like oh he got he got hit taken out pretty hard.
1: <laughs> TNT we know drama. Mm-hmm. Kingpin TBS very funny. Yeah. Oh yeah Harrison. Danny Glover oh the milk. Yeah. Harrison Ford's John Book by the way. Did you know that Amish was an uh, android the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> well, when he tried
0: to force a magazine that Harrison Ford's throat, ah,
1: that was that was the clue.
0: So yeah, this is where it becomes like High Noon and uh, the Fugitive. Yeah, <laughs> or it's not the Fugitive. Um, uh, um, MacGyver. <laughs> he has no weapons, so what's he gonna do? How's he gonna have this? This right here too. This is a good little like touch where. He, even though we haven't spent like a ton of time with them together, I like these like, I'm telling you what to do, I'm going to give you a big hug, and send you on your way. It's nice. It's a nice moment. And if Harrison Ford stared me in the face and said, run with that look, with his chin and all that, I'd be running. I'd be, I'm going to listen to what he, he has to say. He gives you the Harrison Ford point. He gives me that look, yeah. Because he can be... You know, mumbly, hairs of is all he wants to. But he wants to be direct. He'll be direct. Uh, oh, I messed up his
1: Versace shoes. He steps in shit and says shit. Yeah, this is some intense stuff. It's a real good sequence. The layout of the, the place is kind of a little odd and confusing, even though they've tried to show it to us throughout the movie. Yeah. But, like, that multi-level, like, where on the upper that... level it's connected to some land directly off, but it's a two-story. It should be a little confusing, though, because these guys don't know what they're doing. I right. Think that's,
0: I think that's part of it. Like, you, you, they know that he's around there somewhere, and they're just trying to find him. And, like, yeah, you should be, it's a big barn. Like, how does this mm-hmm. work? But the key is that you know you know, there's some key points There's a place where all the cows are. There's the corn or the the grain silo. Yeah.
1: Not Danny Glover. Looks like William Daniels a bit. Okay, yeah, a little bit. He takes those sunglasses off.
0: I wonder if that was a cowboy or if Harrison Ford actually just dove down to a bunch of cows. Hmm. A cowboy is when a stuntman, like, runs in front of camera, does something, pops down, and then the real actor pops back up again. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: I'll bet it was him.
0: Probably right. Terrence Ford. (laughs) And it's like the eighties where he's still doing stuff.
3: Yeah. No, it's no, pretty no.
0: like oh. it's pretty cool like the the idea like you know he has a gun and yet the film doesn't like let him have it in this climax like you know it exists somewhere but like the mm-hmm. film still goes out of its way to not give it to him. And like, what do you what do you expect to happen when this whole scene's playing out? Right. Just like, well, okay, there's a big hollow tube. Like,
1: what is that gonna do? <laughs> yeah, this is a very like gruesome, unique like demise.
0: I mean, if it wasn't like a terrible person that's getting destroyed in this scene, I'd be like, this is terrifying. <laughs> like, I have no idea how I would handle this. <laughs>
1: Didn't they do this in the like the last Saw movie? Did something like this?
0: I know there's a farm involved. I can't remember. I like, like a, surface.
1: I think they, yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah, because yeah. they drop them. Um, they drop like buzz saw yes. shit on them. Yeah, yeah, because I remember the. Okay, so the Atmos track for that scene was awesome because <laughs> yeah, it was like,
0: coming from the ceiling. They get like buried up to their waist, and then they're like, yeah, dropping power tools and stuff on top yeah. of them. Yeah, because the whole like. Jigsaw is all set in like a big warehouse, mm-hmm. corn barn type facility. I don't know. I said warehouse, but standard saw a, b- a barn specifically. Yeah. <laughs> not not a spiral. From the book. Yeah, that's that's thought. in the book. Yeah, yeah, that's chapter four.
1: Which saw um a series that starred Danny Glover in its first yeah. installment. He's the he's one of the godfathers of saw. Yep. <laughs> I think Air Support's equally like he's like surprised, like, okay, well, this is well, that doing worked better what than I, I expected. I <laughs>
3: Does that hurt, man?
0: I mean, that's just gotta be ridiculous. like how do you film this even? Like, right. Like how do you do this? Like a scene like this right now is like this looks like this guy is suffocating because there's grain everywhere. <laughs> like, how do you get out of
1: this? Like it doesn't look like it'd be that heavy on him, but it, it just it's, if it's just a constant
0: flurry and yeah, you can't yeah. breathe because of all the dust. Like ah. ugh, no, thank you. Also, they gotta clean this up afterwards. Yeesh. And he just yeah he dies. How do you get the corn to the top of this?
1: Like a yeah. How do they get it? What? Like I said, there's like this barn is two levels and then okay. the top one where they have the car they rolled it on in there. So it must be on a hill or something. goes from, like, super painful, crazy to, uh, this looks like fun when Harrison Ford hops down in. Into- but well, now it's like, yeah,
0: well, there's not it's being threatened by the horrible
3: dust right. Right. Uh
0: Stallone <laughs> turned down the part of John Book. Oh, <laughs> really? And he, said, and he says it's one of his worst, de- the worst decision of his career.
1: And, and the He's best one for the movie. Of
0: well, think about that like if if it stuck to the script though which it probably wouldn't because Stallone would probably want to rewrite that he do it right. it would but make be, it, all the
1: decisions we didn't want it to that we praised it for yeah. not making
0: sure however do you think there's a version where if they make this movie and Peter Weir gets his way or whatever went about to get this version of the movie that Stallone is like effective in the film cuz i think it's
1: possible if stallone sure. put his ego aside he would be insanely effective in er, effective in this movie yeah <laughs> that's the problem the 80s the 80s yeah hard.
0: Yeah. That's the problem, though. Like, in the the 80s, it would have been an issue. 90s, he tried it because he did Copland, where he does put the ego aside and right. makes be more vulnerable. I don't think the movie's particularly great in the ways that people yeah, do. Right. But, yeah. but I, and I haven't seen it since 97, so I also don't have much of a frame of reference for 98.
1: I um, mean, it's full of moments that Stallone could absolutely nail. It's a yeah. character he could totally play. Uh-huh. He just needs to stay away from the script. Yeah.
0: But yeah, this is '85, so this is what First Blood Part Two and Rambo or Rocky Three.
1: So, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, he's not. He wouldn't be o- doing that. Cobra. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, he left Beverly Hills Cop because they wouldn't let him do his Cobra, or his script was Cobra, and they were like, "Yeah, it's a bit grim." And they both won in the end. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they
0: did. They both got their way, and everything worked out. <laughs> I do like this. He's just digging, looking for that shotgun. Yeah, Danny it's that.
1: It's was it the Shane Black thing, the the butt game? Like, well, he's getting chased, but then he does this, but then, it, but the guy's dead. But now he's got to dig it out before Danny Glover gets, you know.
0: And so yeah, this is the scene that sticks out to me when I think about it when I was watching it when I was a child, where Danny Glover gets shotgunned. Yeah, like they this, don't mess around. Like he's done. Yeah, it's brutal. Because, for one thing, it's a shotgun, and he was standing, like, two feet away from him, so yeah, it's gonna leave a mark. And because of how, like, specific that imagery is of Danny Glover dying and shooting, like, shooting the shotgun in his hand and everything, I just, I don't, I forgot, like, where this goes from here, <laughs> like, like, I always do. It's all, It feels like the VCR just ran out of tape at this point. But, no, yeah, there's a big hostage situation, and then all the Amish come, like... And all of this, I believe, like there, there is a cliche way to play this as far as you have, you know, the lead villain holding the lead female character hostage and the other guys to put his gun. Like there's a way to do that, you know, in a Stallone movie, but it all, it plays so well here. Like, cause you, you see both of like the villain, he's at the edge of his rope. He's like, what do I do now? (laughs) Like I'm, I'm kind of trapped here. I lost my two cops that were, you know, my muscle. All these innocents are standing around me. Like, what are my options right now? So it's like, well, yeah, how do you end that movie? And they find a really good way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And this really highlights just, like, how well they've treated the Amish at this point, where you could believe that, yeah, they're all coming in to help now. <laughs> and then it again emphasizes Harrison Ford's choice, where it's like, If he had the ego that other actors would, he wouldn't want to be the guy that's, you know, being held hostage at this point and like has no gun, has nothing to play with. But instead, he's just like, he's just standing here being like, well, what, what are you gonna do to me? (laughs) Like, and yeah, no movie's ending like this, right? Where there's not even a shootout here. He just takes the gun out of his hands, like, stop being a child. <laughs> like, this is over. Yeah. That's, his, point. that's his line. You're just done. Stop it. You're ridiculous.
2: Right, because, they, you know, he makes a point earlier trying to appeal to his conscience. How could you uh-huh. How could you become this person? And usually when you hear that in a movie, there's no resonance, but uh, you know, I, I like the idea that this guy started out as a moral cop, and, uh-huh. and Ford is able to, like, at the last minute get
0: into relent, you know? But he doesn't even, like, punch him or anything. He's just, like, he's just defeated.
1: Like Just that's gives it. him a finger, doesn't he? The Harrison I, Ford. Suit. Yeah, he gave him the finger. My wife's gonna be so mad. I love these, like, lollygagging cops pulling up. I'm like, these aren't gonna be the, okay, everybody else is there. These guys are the last. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like that. Thought, that's the establishing shot. It's like, Oh, the cops finally here. They've already been here. <laughs> like, that's what's going on. Where had of... already... a
1: cigarette. Like he's not
0: even arrested. He's just in the car. Like it's just so like it's it's almost an anti-climax as far as how mm-hmm. it plays out. And yeah, Reford is just so relaxed, here too. Like it's not a there's no like histrionics about any of this. It's that, you know, we don't need a whole scene of everyone being like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it was the, the chief that did all this." It's just like, "Yeah, he's arrested now." Like <laughs> let's clean this all up. Even the Amish are down. He's like, yeah, that was eventful.
1: All but right, it, it's the realization from both of them at this time. Like where he's out like, wow, I'm with you know my people again or something like that. And she sees him in his, he's dressed like he's dressed like them, but he's back to who he was before. Mm-hmm. And Which that was makes. that face
0: that she gave just then too, where it's just like, yeah. this isn't gonna go anywhere. Like we yeah. we can't be a couple. This is gonna happen.
1: Brilliant decision the movie makes. It's not, it's a happy ending. But it's just, I mean, makes a smart choice.
0: Bittersweet, as far as, uh,
1: yeah, it it goes for the something fitting of the script, and it was trying to go for some realism, so it takes that route rather than going for the populist movie route. Goes for the non JJ Abrams route. Yes.
0: <laughs> it is neat to see him like in the suit again because you've watched so much of this movie of him like being
1: out of his element or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, you just, you and cl- get clean. Like like look yeah. at there's a difference in his cleanliness as well. For like sure, his hair yeah, is puffed like, up and not yeah. flat down. We'll always have that night. You stared at me. <laughs> Look at that! All he's conveying with his eyes. So yeah, there's much. a like, lot. It's... There's your Oscar. That, I was that was what to say. That's,
0: that's where the Oscar nomination is coming from. It's yeah. from all these, these like moments right here, where it's you don't need the big speech.
3: Yeah.
0: You don't need him to explain why he has to go back to the town or why he can't
1: become Amish. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go take my sister her car back.
0: At least he fixed it. Hmm. This is the opening film at the 1985 Con Film Festival. Oh, okay. Did they boo it? <laughs> it was a
1: 12-minute standing ovation. I didn't see that. I'm just assuming. Oh yeah, they always get that person with the stopwatch. Yeah, counting the ovation. Want to take a bull with you, John Book?
0: We <laughs> look, we look, we laugh. We like laughing. Jack Nicholson was here at some point, but they didn't have a director yet.
3: Oh really? Oh, Was he?
0: Uh huh. I can see him doing this. Yeah. Like in like this, probably probably in the seventies when he when he saw the script yeah. too. Before, yeah. you know, before he was Jack. Even then, like, turns of endearment, he's still, like... Playing... I mean, Jack's pretty consistent. What am I talking about? <laughs> yeah, he didn't do a lot of shit, yeah. Just... If, he, if he wanted to play it down, he'd play it down. It's not. Like, he didn't, like, just yeah. have a switch switch flip like Pacino, who's still good, but still. Like, it's, there's, a, there's a dichotomy. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, oh, we got last that, that last ending. look. Yeah, that last look with... Uh, with daniel just kind of give him in the give him the hat nod Mm -hmm. yeah i like a good ending where you know there's stuff happening on screen but you're just kind of like watching it walk away Mm -hmm. go off besides instead of just like a you know a cut to black i like a good fade to black as action still taking place
1: where the camera the camera stops moving but the characters move on with their, Mm -hmm. their custodian robert earl jones yeah
0: indeed no, I'm not saying it's never, you know. I, a good cut to black is great too. Fucking RoboCop has like one of the best endings of all time. Murphy credits. Yeah. <laughs> it's the great. best. I like, guess that rules. <laughs> or like really long ones, like Michael Clayton. I love Michael Clayton's ending. Just a uh, just George Clooney sitting in the cab <laughs> for like a good long time reflecting on everything as the credits are playing.
1: What about a good freeze frame? Like Jungle Fever. A good
0: freeze frame? Oh yeah. Junk, jungle Fever, uh, Rocky Three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rocky, Rocky Three is the rare freeze frame morph into art.
3: <laughs> right.
0: What are some good freeze frame endings? I'm trying to think of this now. What some other ones? Uh, Purple Rain. Um, hmm.
1: A Hellboy, The Golden Army. Oh, Hellboy, Golden Army, yeah. <laughs> that's
0: a great one yeah. have we done that commentary uh we have not done have we done a have we there's have, a better question have we done a del toro commentary in general we haven't done blade 2 we haven't done uh, any of his spanish films have we done a foreign language film surely we must have did the oscars beat us
3: <laughs> they buy him. <them. laughs>
1: Hmm. I can't. I thought we did something, Guillermo. But well,
0: let's, let's name his movies. We did do Mimic. We didn't do Chronos. We did we do, do Mimic, Mim- didn't we? I thought we Mim- did Mimic. I don't think we've done Mimic. Oh. That feels like one that I would have done on your show
1: <laughs> at some point. I think it. I think we did. We haven't done Mimic. Or we planned Mimic, and we didn't do it. We haven't done do Mimic,
0: because be, I would have, like, had a big... We ha, would have had a big argument about doing the director's cut or the regular cut about Mimic.
1: Hmm.
0: All of the Rockies in... Or, like, Rocky 1, 2, and 3 all in on freeze frames. What am I talking about? Is Rambo's a... Rambo, uh, First Blood, that's a that's a freeze frame. Yeah. Planes, Chains, and Automobiles. All right, that's enough freeze-frame. <laughs> so I'm kind of like, sure. <laughs> like going over this in my mind. No, we haven't done a Del Toro movie. Because, we yeah, there's not, we haven't done one. Okay, won.
1: no, you're right. Yeah. I think we got really close to doing Mimic once, and then we didn't I would just be surprised, it. yeah, for its, what, its
0: 1997 <laughs> anniversary, so like, like 2017, we're like, well, where are we going to do Mimic? <laughs> yeah. That's what, yeah. Well, anyway. We've we've just watched Witness. We've just gone through all of that. It's, it's it's still quite good. <laughs> it's, yes. it's just a really good movie, top to bottom. Does its it job. Is. Um, anything else I wanted to mention about Mimic? Not really. Talk about Vega Mortensen. Mimic. It's a movie. It's a movie where uh, Jeremy Northam uh, explodes and then miraculously survives. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that ending, which I thought was like, that must have been a reshoot. Nope. <laughs> that's still in the director's cut as well. That's that's how it goes. Um, anyway, Mimic is not the movie we were talking about. Witness, Harrison Ford, is John Book. We've done it. We talked about Witness for its 35th anniversary, so I hope everyone is very happy about that um, with all that in mind. Brandon, where can people find more of your work online?
1: Uh, you can find it at whysoblue.com, and cults Cinema the cavalcade. We're doing a run of every Showa era Godzilla movie right now, and you're getting episodes a lot all through the week, randomly. It's been fun. Aaron has joined. You're joining us. By the time this posts, you might already be on one that's posted, but Aaron will be on uh, destroy all monsters and um, all monsters attack and then uh, I'm very
0: excited about this I'm holding uh, it down right now but I am
1: we're very excited I even told you before we uh, like had the Godzilla thing dropped I booked you for it so <laughs> I was like but I mean, yeah. but we also after Aaron we have um, it's Hedora um, with uh David Cronenberg is the director of *Boris and the Bomb*, which stars T.J. Storm, who is the mocap guy for Godzilla in Gareth Edwards' Godzilla. So that's kind of a cool connection, yes. Uh, but that, yeah, lots of Godzilla right now. Um, that's all you're getting from us. Um, probably gonna wrap it up early May or March before Friday the Thirteenth for that. So yeah, pretty awesome.
0: Cool. Yancy
1: yes
2: uh, follow more of you milky way blues as always and hopefully why so blue once i get this kid raised and have some time to actually write and uh twitter yancy jack well, that's about it
0: Alrighty. exciting fine always you're gonna find me on twitter at aaron's ps4 all my written stuff ends up over at the our podcast is on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Audio Boom, everywhere you can find our show. We are on Facebook and Twitter and all that as well. You know where you can find most of this stuff. Uh, thank you, Yancey and Brandon, for joining me for this witness commentary track. What a thank you. great idea. Thank you. Yes, yeah, it's great. What's uh what's what's next? March? Mm-hmm. Oh boy. We got some options, I know that. Um, anyway, I know April we have a Bond movie planned, so we'll get to that when we get to that. Um, but da yeah, that's gonna do it. Da, da. That's going to There's do it one. for this uh, we'll talk about that. We're <laughs> trying the, to sign the, out yeah, the, the, li- the listeners all will find right, out in right. due time, but we I told you th- <laughs> I, I told you what one already, but we'll get back to that. Oh, um, uh, okay. Oh, that's right. I said I wanted to yeah, be yeah, there. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it for this uh, commentary track. So tune in next time and tune into our regular show of course, but until then, so long and goodbye.
3: I like that I thought that she did not care but anyway. I talked to
2: each and she did not care but anyway. We want 2, call you she wanted home, but anyway, I think I'll spend my life alone, I really
1: don't care right now, but anyway, in a state of affairs, in a state of emotion, the kind of thing that
3: find you anyway. I know they